0: Welcome to the Sports Carnage Podcast, presented by Detroit Sports Nation, featuring Paul Rochon, A.J. Riley, Ryan Griffin, and Matthew Bassett, bringing you the most arrogant takes on the planet straight to your ears. We don't promise to always be right, but we promise to act like we are. heads along with Ryan Griffin, Paul Rochon, Dylan Baer, I'm Matt Bass, and welcome to Sports Carnage. Got a lot of college to talk about, so we will get to that in a minute. We're going to start Professional Gridiron. Ladies and gentlemen, our Detroit Lions have not lost a game in the month of November. Oh yeah, bye in the first week. And from what I'm hearing from friends, one of the worst football games (laughs) in the history of football in the second week obviously by my introduction you know that i did not watch it so ryan someone who habitually watches these lions on sunday what the hell happened against the steelers
1: uh, a whole lot of nothing is what happened against the steelers <laughs> and i said this on our on our post game show uh so guy go, go to detroit sports nation if you didn't see that i was too lazy to upload it to youtube so shame on me but You've you've been hearing this entire year really for, you know, people calling for David Blau to be the quarterback instead of Jared Goff. And I've dismissed it for the first 10 weeks or wherever wherever we're at. But Jared Goff was hurt in this game. Every time he was going on the sideline, he was getting some hip thing, uh, like some heat pad on his hip or something like that. So Jared Goff literally could not throw the ball. I don't think David Blau is a better quarterback than Jared Goff, but I think David Blau is a better quarterback than a Jared Goff who cannot throw the football. So what the Lions did, and they actually had some success with it until the Steelers, you know, smartened up, was they kept running the football, they kept pounding the rock, and it was working for them. All three of their guys had some big runs: Swift, um, Igwebuke, I think is the gentleman's name, and then Jamar Jefferson. And it looked like it was uh, the renaissance of the Detroit run game. Taylor Decker coming back, you know, so your offensive line is automatically better. And then, again, the Steelers decided, hey, Jared Goff literally can't throw the ball, and we're going to just sit here and stop the run. And then when they decided to do that, it was very effective for them. And then from the Steelers' side, uh, they were bad as well. I didn't think they fed Najee Harris nearly enough um he only did he only had four yards to carry so if you looked at it you say that might that might be why because four yards is good but it's not great but i think if they would have fed him he could have just wore down the lions defense throughout the game and he would have had a little bit more success instead i think mason rudolph threw like 37 passes uh or something ridiculous like that and it was just a, a really bad football game both teams had chances to win it in overtime the, the Lions missed the kick. They missed an extra point, which if they made it, it wouldn't have gone into overtime anyway. But they missed a, a game-winning field goal in overtime after the Steelers had a big pass play, probably around 35, 40 yards, uh, where Deontay Johnson caught it on the sideline. He went to go cut back in, and then one of our cornerbacks punched the ball out. The Lions fell on it, and with the overtime rules, the Steelers had the ball. So now, you know, the Lions forced a turnover. They kick a field goal. They win the game. They ended up missing that field goal, and then on the Steelers' uh, final possession, uh, Muth, They're trying to get into field goal range to end the game. I think there was about a minute left or something, and he was he caught a pass. He got hit hard, and then he fumbled. And the Lions, you know, went back on it again. So in the game that the Lions won the turnover battle three to zero, you could argue how much that last turnover, you know, mattered in them winning. I guess it certainly mattered in them not getting the loss. But the you know winning the turnover battle, taking care of the ball yourself, and having a pretty good run game to at least start the game, and they still weren't able to to pull out the win. So it was a it was a dumb football game. It was super tough to watch. I bet against the Lions uh, on what I what I thought was a glitch, but apparently it wasn't because Vegas knew something that everybody else didn't. So I was pretty sad. But a tie, I got my money back. So. At the end of the day, I was a little bit happier than when I was watching it. It was it was just a, a stupid football game. And anybody listening, I'm sure you guys watched. Uh, hor- horrible. And if we played David Blau, we might have actually won the game. Because there's no way his arm was worse than what Jared Goff's was on Sunday. You know, it's,
2: it's super frustrating to hear you say that. And I'll get into that in a little bit when I'm going in on Dan Campbell, which I'm going to do shortly here. Uh, but what's crazy to me is to hear, and i I, I seen the box score too, and I, I hear you reaffirm Najee Harris four yards a carry. It, it's crazy just because it felt like every time he had the ball, he was stumbling forward for eight to 12 yards. And obviously that's not the case. He had four yards a carry on, as we would both agree, not nearly enough carries. But it, it, it didn't feel like we ever had Pittsburgh shut down. It felt like. Pittsburgh just actively chose not to move the football. Whether it was them relying on Mason Rudolph way too much for no reason at all. I mean, just no reason at all. Um, And then the few times that he was on target, receivers making mistakes, dropping passes. And he wasn't on target that much. He's Mason Rudolph. And the the conditions were poor for throwing. It was a cold, nasty, wet day. Um, it was breezy. It was It was just, it was a garbage day for moving the ball through the air. So it, it doesn't make, Pittsburgh's game plan doesn't make any sense. I, I made a note, like, I don't know, it's a, around the three quarter mark, maybe a little over halfway through the game. I was like, you know, I got a lot of respect from Mike Tomlin. I, I think he's one of the best coaches in the NFL. And I, I think he really does not get the respect that he deserves compared to other coaches with similar resumes. But I felt through most of that game, Dan Campbell's coaching staff, it was probably a little after halftime. It was definitely mid-third quarter. I felt our coaching staff was severely outcoaching the Pittsburgh Steelers coaching staff. And one of the things you talked about is our running the ball. And we did that exceptionally well for a while, in large part because – Pittsburgh kept dropping back a lot of dudes into pass coverage, like inexplicably, as if we were going to throw the ball well after we made it very clear we were not throwing the ball under any circumstances. And that's not i am not—that's not hyperbole. We're running the ball on 3rd and 12, 3rd and 8, like clockwork. Like it was not even a thought that we were going to pass. I want to say over halfway through the game, actually probably into the fourth quarter, I think we had like six passes for 11 yards. You're not, a, you're not a passing threat. And yet, for what I felt was way too long in the game, Pittsburgh was slow to adjust. They were still defending us as if we had any intention of passing the ball. Now, you you hit on it. Eventually, they stopped. Eventually, they're like, all right, these dudes are just not passing the ball. We're going to load the box and play safe run. And they did. And they completely shut us down from that point on. We did nothing on offense. Um, and that was it. That, the game was a wrap. But I think... I, it's my switch really flipped as the second half went on and then into overtime i went from dan campbell's crew is out coaching mike tomlins to i'm okay if we fire dan campbell after this football game um and i that sounds like an overreaction the problem is i saw so many disturbing things that really shook me to my core belief of Can Dan Campbell be the guy when we have a respectable talent level? You started when you. The first thing you said is we probably win this game if David Blau's playing quarterback.
1: Words I thought I'd never say. That's not an
2: endorsement. Ever. Because that's not an endorsement of Blau as a quarterback.
1: Not even a little bit. We've
2: seen him. We've seen him plenty because Stafford was hurt and it was gross. It was disgusting. I. when Stafford Where's went down, Chase that Daniels when you need him.
1: Not,
2: but, yeah, yeah, hell yeah! When Stafford went down that year, it was two. Years, it was two years ago when you went down. Yeah, right? we he yeah we were we were three, games. four,
1: and one, and then between Blau and and then like, Stafford Driscoll, got hurt, and
2: yeah. that was with the close loss to Kansas City, where we got robbed like six times. Um, we we were playing like reasonable football, and then Stafford got hurt, and I was like, I'm not even watching this team the rest of the year, and I really didn't outside of the Thanksgiving game. Um, but every time. Every single time I turn on the TV and the lines were on, I was like, God dang, this quarterback is horrible. Like it just makes you feel good about like your starter, like how much how much you miss him, right? The fact that after seeing that, so much of David Blau and seeing how terrible he is, and then acknowledging the fact that honest to God, if he plays that game instead of Goff, we probably win. That tells you everything you could possibly need to know about that football game. There's no other statement in the world that can tell you more about that football game than we probably win it if David Blau's playing quarterback for us. That's how horrible that football game was. That is strike one on Dan Campbell. Because I don't care what your plan was if it was to hand the ball off a thousand times, which it clearly was. You cannot. Goff has sucked this season 100% healthy. Like, not anything wrong with him.
0: Why are you rooting for Campbell to get the win? We don't want to win this year.
2: No, we do want to win. No, we don't. We want the number one. We can get the number one. Pick we can get the number the one
0: pick game. at sixteen well, and one now. Well, well, yeah, not we Not anymore. I, if, no, if we so we oh sixteen one, it's just so so. Yeah, no, now we can't. We can't win. We got. We got what we needed. Houston has one so win. We're good. So dissatisfying. It would so be. Why do you want Campbell to win?
2: Well, I want him to win
0: before this game. Now I just want him fired. No, this like it's, this man is smarter than you are ever giving him credit for. He knows what we can get if we can just keep losing.
3: <laughs>
2: but we could have still done it with the win. We could have won the game and still got the number one pick. It wouldn't have been a big deal. No, we
0: can't risk that.
2: Houston already has one. Now we're in danger if we win a game. No, te- the Texans, we would definitely have the tiebreaker over
0: the Texans. I'm telling you, this man is not trying to win. You don't want to win. He's doing a good job.
2: I, he's I know, doing a really good job. I know, I know, right. I, I love it. I know he's not trying Look, to win. But with two minutes in. left. But don't two win. minutes left in overtime of a tied game. It's fourth down and you're punting the ball. The most unconsciousable, embarrassing decision I've ever seen a coach
3: that's make. That's not You, that's mean, you can't, not you you can't give you Pittsburgh
0: hard. that field position if you don't get the first down. Why?
2: What are they going to do? Win the game? Who cares? You're 0-8. Who cares? who cares yeah, uh, what is your what is man, the problem yeah. what is the negative outcome here at least you try negative outcome is he's not going for a tie he is
0: no longer going oh and it's worse. 0 0-16-1 0-16, 0-16, 0-1 is worse. No, no, no. All no, the opportunity. The fact that you uh, <laughs> enlarged you rolled out about. a quarterback. You've watched the World Cup. You rolled out if a... One team has a tie, the other yeah. team has all losses. Who's higher up, Who's oh, higher up in soccer. the standings? Stop.
2: Who's higher up in the standings? That is not
3: even you, a you fair. You cannot come. even a
2: little bit compare this to no, soccer. The soccer. The only oh good God, thing about it is
1: there might be another team that goes on 17. There'd never ever be another team that went O16 and 1. So you would just have that forever. Like the Browns took over, no, because the Browns took over sixteen away from us, and I was mad. I wanted to be the only team that went winless. I was hoping Hugh Jackson would I, get I would, his one win, but there'd be for sure. See, I would like O16 to be a team,
2: team that never went winless. Well, oh, too now, that's too late.
3: Michael. <laughs> it's, it's already out the window. <laughs>
2: I mean, we can we can at least be the first to go 0-16 and the first to go 0-17. If you're going to put us through this misery, let's be nah, all-time bad. 0-17
1: all 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 hey, can hey, get hey. matched. 0-16 and 1. Never getting touched. Okay, Very y- unlikely it's fine.
3: It's fine. It's fine. You- it doesn't even matter, though, what you do, because you already now have, like, the worst mark ever, which is you played the worst NFL game of all. In the history of, that was, not NFL game, that was, I think
2: football, organized football, I don't, no, you're not going to find Red a peewee Box game was worse than worse. that football game.
3: No, the red. That's box what I Bowl, said. No, no. See, I I disagree. But he. The red asked, box bull was so box bad. Box.
2: The red box bull was that just was incompetent worse. offense two ways. Like it just that's what it was. It was just neither team could offense. It was it was gross. It was slow. It was whatever. Right, but
3: there's no justification because they had Justin Herbert and still somehow that they happened.
2: had didn't they have true freshman Justin Herbert? No, I think
3: he was a sophomore. No, he was a sophomore. That was his last. That was his last college game. No. Yeah. No, it that wasn't because right. he was
1: on. He was on the team uh, last year, wasn't he? No, when we went to
2: no. Northwestern, maybe no, not. No, it was definitely. No. It was definitely not his last college. It might have been. Hold on. I'm.
3: I'm pretty sure
2: it was. It definitely wasn't. So, was, what do you know? What year the Red Box was? Twenty eighteen.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: All right, 2018, if that is the case, would have been his third year. I want—I still think it was 2017. Um, let me check real quick.
3: No, 17. We were 10 and three, and we played uh, Washington State. Beat that I mean, ass, Herbert. Yeah, Herbert's on the 20. No, Hang on.
0: Um, no, in right. 20, Robert's in 2020.
1: Yeah, in 2020, Herbert played in the Rose Bowl. So that would have been his last game. Huh. Boo! Boo! All right, so, Yeah, so the
0: 2019 season was Herbert's last season. The 2020 Rose Bowl.
3: Still, it doesn't matter. That game is still sophomore Justin Herbert. Oh yeah,
0: Oregon scores a touchdown. We score two field goals. That's uh, that's bad. That's horrible. And like we knew how bad our offense was going into that game. (laughs) Did not know that Oregon was going to match us in ineptitude.
3: For the love of God, man.
0: Like, like, at Jesus least these Christ, two teams they, scored they 16 game points
3: each. Like,
0: yeah, no, no I'm just saying, I mean, no, compared to no. seven to six, at least they did something more than that.
3: But there's so many feats that the Lions got from that game. Like, there is never going to be a team in NFL history that is going to have two forced <laughs> in turnovers in overtime. In, in and not well, I mean, we, we it, talked
1: about the second one a little. Like, the second one, it is a forced turnover, but there's not much you can do after that.
3: You get what you I get do. What I you got two gifts, and you didn't capitalize. And that game was god-awful, on top of the fact that Pittsburgh, for whatever reason, decided to throw the ball 50 times. It was just, just horrible all around. I hated every second of watching that. And afterwards, I don't ever have the attitude of, oh, I have wasted time. Like, all time is good time, in my opinion. That was not it, though. It's the first time ever where you I looked at myself Ryan, and I'm like, son of a bitch, "You, you piece said of that. A,
0: shit. You've said that about this podcast. <laughs> I know you have said that about oh, this podcast. I have you not. have
3: absolutely said it about this podcast. Uh, well, I'm gonna say it now for that game. It was horrible, <laughs> and it doesn't detract from my opinion because." God bless America. That was the worst football game I, I, I've ever it, seen.
2: It was. I, I said this earlier. It was so bad. It's the first time in my life that I was like, I don't want to watch football for a while.
3: I felt the exact same like, way. I, I was like, a I got a break from the
2: sport. Yeah.
3: Like I, <laughs> it I've was never,
2: bad. I've never felt so just, like I just I didn't want anything to do. It was so gross, and it's not like I've never like uh, think of all the, <laughs> Cre- horrible losses. Us, I've experienced as a fan, whether it's Michigan, whether it's the Lions, horrifying losses. In in whether they're inexplicable, whether you get robbed, just like the the loss. Of the Dallas perfect example. Like how you felt after that game. Nothing close to what I felt after watching that. And there was nothing on the line, nothing at all. Not nothing on the line. And I, it, it was so. Horf. I mean, I felt like I just felt like all the joy of the sport had been sucked <laughs> out. Like, this is not. This is not what this is supposed to be.
3: Uh, this is this exactly is not what, what I signed I, up for. That game is what I think Dementors probably feel. <laughs> just all the joy taken exactly. out of the world
2: all the joy sucked out of the world and well, then the nfl like, didn't
3: even
0: help you with the primetime games since you know kc slaps the hell out of vegas and san francisco no, slaps no, the hell out of the rams you could have guessed that like there it wasn't even like here yeah. here we'll give you a really enjoyable game to watch to cleanse your palate a little bit here to end the night and it's like nope couldn't <laughs> yeah. even
3: give you that
2: i mean I didn't, I didn't i legitimately did not watch any more football after the Lions. no
3: game. i um, i didn't either i, I did not watch I sh- anything I, 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 I couldn't
2: I, I'm just like I am gonna go do life because yeah,
3: this this Saturday is the first time since that game and it, it, I'm, I I stand by that decision it's like
2: Holy it's shit. crazy and it's it was such a good sports weekend until Sunday too like so good like I don't I know you guys aren't fringe sport fans but like Michigan played hockey on Thursday Friday swept Penn State that was sweet USA. I, I know Dylan Well actually Dylan didn't get to watch But he did no, eventually Dylan watch get the watch. I
0: watched
3: USA one, picked give me up no sh- right. Don't give me no shout One out. Of,
2: A A <laughs> program well, I'm sorry Matt you, I didn't you know You're right.
3: still talking that mess
2: Still talking USA picked up a program victory In awesome fashion Like just beautiful Third, dosa third straight guys. over L's. Like just awesome So awesome <laughs> Then Saturday, college football was great. Michigan got a huge win on the road.
3: There were a ton of good games.
2: Michigan State took care of business, as Dylan said. There were a ton of other good (laughs) college football games. Right, like Thursday through Saturday, sports was great. Saturday night, I stayed up till like two o'clock. Also, the the Wings
0: won. The Pistons won. Yeah, yeah. Cade was doing all right for sure. The
2: Wings have been playing great. My. The goalie that we acquired that I am absolutely in love with has really picked it up. He's been playing awesome. Like, I'm just... Like, it was such a sports high this weekend.
0: And it should still be a high because we didn't lose on Sunday. (laughs) It's (laughs) worse. It's much worse. worse. (laughs) And it's it's how you
2: got there. It is how you got there. Like, it's... Like, I don't care if you go winless with that roster. As long as you don't do all the bleep (laughs) that you did on Sunday. I mean, horrifying. Jared Goff has been a bum this entire season, like horrible, when 100% healthy. You took a Jared Goff that was hurt and playing in terrible, terrible weather. (laughs) Yes, he was bad. I don't care about the stat line or what he did in garbage time against the Niners. He was bad. Then you take a hurt Jared Goff, playing in garbage weather, cold, wet, nasty, breezy, and you say the, in, in a game that we have a chance to win because you're playing freaking Mason Rudolph. And by the way, a lot of people pick this as a winnable game, which as we saw for good reason, a winnable game for the Lions, even before Big Ben was ruled out. Then Big Ben is on the COVID contact list, whatever the hell it is. So he's not playing. You're freaking got Mason Rudolph in this garbage. And then the Steelers are coaching like, I don't, I don't know what they were doing. Honest to God, like charity. Like they're like, you know what? We feel bad for you. Like here's a chance to win this game 15 times. You well, want to run the ball every head down to Play the pass. That's
0: the head coach you're praising so much. Mike Tomlin loves to play down to his competition. I, listen, <laughs> I. There's a long I, history. I, of I, I
2: think Mike Tomlin's a very good coach. I love to play was down to his competition. job, and that was a very bad coaching job by Do him. Do you and want Jared thinking. Goff
0: here next year? No. No. Yeah, absolutely yeah, sure. No. Not. Absolutely yeah, not. No, no. Yeah. and you don't want Jared Goff to want to be here next year. All the fanfare what? and the hype coming into the season, Jared Goff, yeah, love to be wanted and blah, blah, blah. Look, get this man a little hurt. Get him questioning his head coach and be like, I don't even want to be here by season's end, and ship this fool out of the D. Right, look, man. As as possible. How are you going to ship him out? Who is going to
1: take the, him? Beggars can't be choosers. So it doesn't matter if Jared Goff wants to be hey, here or Nick not. No, we, we got backup quarterbacks right? for a
0: reason, and we can lose with them next year as well.
1: Apparently we don't because no, no. <laughs> we didn't, so we didn't the play thing.
0: So I – You not have goff to if horrible. Jared Goff can't now. We know that. Jared
2: Goff is horrible. But say we draft Kenny Pickett next year, right? Like say we actually draft a quarterback.
3: Hey, um. Goff.
2: I say, I say Kenny Pickett because that's the only quarterback I'm even semi interested in drafting.
3: Well, I get him, especially for where you get him at. Say, say you say can get with him with the Rams.
2: I don't want him oh, starving. No, no absolutely like not. We bring Ryan Fitzpatrick football. in
3: next year.
0: I, to get hurt? Yeah, Goff, one year deal. The thing with Goff. One year deal. Fitzpatrick comes sucks. in for eight games. Eventually he gets hurt. Pickett's learned a lot by those eight games. And there you go. Goff sucks, but he's been in
2: the NFL a long time. He has played under what, five a years phenomenal, it's not phenomenal <laughs> offensive head coach, and he has been to the Super Bowl. Which, listen, we know that they didn't get there because of Jared Goff, but no, they got
0: there because the He still has blind. the
2: experience. He's still been around teams and seen what it takes to get to that level. Whether he can meet that level is so? irrelevant. He has been there. He has been. How, how is it irrelevant it?
0: when he's okay. the one you're playing? It's absolutely relevant. He can't do shit about it. He's not the reason they got there.
1: He he's, he's so got to tell I'm his defense is, to be more like Aaron Donald. He yeah, has. Exactly.
0: He
2: has. Hey look guys, the I'm going to need all of more on defense. I can't carry experience. us like this. That is conducive for the growth of a rookie quarterback that is sitting behind him, trying to learn the game of football. Just because he sucks no, doesn't hold mean no, he can't No,
3: no, no because no, 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 you're gonna be you're gonna be in a bear situation where he's so bad, you're gonna have to play okay. the rookie. Except you don't. Also, no, you never have you to are play the rookie. Ignoring the fact you can that Jared Goff suck. is
0: not a seasoned veteran that's at the end of his career and is willing to do that for a younger quarterback. This man is in his fifth year in the league. He's in supposed Hold to buy I hope that he has enough Hold self awareness second.
3: to know that you he is. You cannot no act like Jared
2: Goff is going to have options. No one is making him a starting right. quarterback next year. Absolutely no one. not. So what is your so what is the point of what you're saying? You're right. You don't, like you don't like have a saying, choice, buddy. If you want to start NFL football games, this is what you're how you're doing it. Like what? Not to mention, it's his only chance, especially after this season. It's his only chance to rebuild any profile and say I can I'm worth ten million as a backup instead of three. Like no, it's no one's paying it, ten
3: million dollars for a backup. It says the guy no who paid chance. Chase
2: Daniel ten million
3: dollars. Why are you blaming me for <laughs> like, their choices. the guy like you didn't <laughs> hey, okay, like,
1: like, no,
2: <laughs> How much how much did you guys pay Mike Glennon again?
3: I why I already said yeah, Dylan. Lin, that when that Mike Glennon was like, at your get... house,
1: finalizing
2: the contract. <laughs> Mike
3: Mike Glennon signed his
2: contract in South Warren. Oh man!
3: Fact. Oh man! God. <laughs> hey hey, so how does it feel that you broke Derrick Rose's knees? Like, oh man! <laughs> now, come on now. <laughs> He's trying to hurt me. I, I
2: want to say, I, I would like to make a joke about you being responsible for the sins of your franchise, but then again, I, we're talking about the Lions, so that would be horrifying. Right. Right.
3: Uh, can we move on from this horrible ass? Game, um, no, please? I I want
2: I want I want to not be the only one that thinks Dan Campbell made so many mistakes on
3: Sunday, like just oh my god, unbelievable I, that is, mistakes. He's a one year. He's a one that year. That it concerns
2: in you, way. and that there is. You do so Where's before, this one I didn't really think. No, before I thought there was like nothing he could really do this season that would be like okay, this isn't the guy
0: we should probably fire him and try again. But apparently, not losing a game was not good enough. <laughs>
3: it is. It is the it's context not. in what you did. Why do you keep apologizing? Why do you keep trying to apologize for mediocrity? What is? No, that's this? not mediocrity. It's horrifying
2: what he did. It's, it, having uh, Goff out there in the first place was horrible. Once
0: you yes. saw what you were yes. how, getting, how from dare him, you have your starting quarterback on the field? What's wrong with you?
3: Stop doing that. If he was hurt, there is no justification. Hurt
2: there in that isn't. weather, and then listen. If you said, you know what, we still think he's our best chance, we'll let him give it a go. You saw very quickly that that was not the case.
3: Yeah, that one did.
2: So at that point, you have to make the adjustment and be like, okay. Hey, we, Paul's we finally switched this. from the
0: K side to the JJ side. Look at that. Play the backup.
2: That's not what... If Cave was hurt and couldn't throw the football, yes, I would not does want Is it any different from now? Oh, <laughs> can't throw the football when he's healthy. It all the more reason, he so definitely difference. should not You're be in there when he's was hurt.
0: The difference. There was no difference. Because it's worse. We get didn't get worse. lose this game.
3: It, it does it's get, get difference.
0: worse. Apparently, a oh broken Jared Goff is better than a healthy Jared Goff because we didn't lose this game.
3: Let's stop! Stop! <laughs> you need to stop. This this dishonesty is making me. Very he's sad. trolling at this point. It's just he's trolling. I, am a, I mean, yeah, no shit. It still makes me sad. It does. No,
2: even me even too. Better. It's so frustrating. <laughs> it's so sad. We deserve what better. We? Detroit deserves better. No, and I. It, Fuck right, Bill Burr said. The that thing, you're yeah, absolutely yeah, right, and this
0: podcast deserves better as well. Which is where we're gonna get off of these damn losers on the pro side, and we're well, gonna I go to the college hey, side. On, hold on. Where I need to know if had Ryan winners. agrees. No, no, no. no. I, did, you, did you not hear my beautiful transition? I'm sorry, it's over. <laughs> you can, you can, you can. No, nope, I in. can't. I, nope.
1: need
3: to... I just appreciate nope. that you think Ryan will give you a straight answer instead of trolling your ass all the way to Sunday. Like he, no, Ryan's going to just disagree no matter what.
1: Well we can keep Dan, my man.
3: <laughs> there. It How is. can you not like a
1: coach who decides? He's going to take week 10 of his first year to call his first play ever.
0: <laughs> I, see, we didn't even get into that. that takes like we're not this going that to. Takes. We're a half hour into this podcast already. Those, like, are, those not, are
1: executive decisions.
2: It's not like Mike McCarthy <laughs> being like, I'm not going to give up play calling duties anymore when he play, called plays for like a team that went to the Super Bowl. This man has never in his life called an offensive play. He's a tight ends coach. And he's just
3: like, you know what? Not anymore.
2: Anthony Lynn. He, I, yeah, I, he, he really
3: played like he had a tight end in that game. Ugh. So the Michigan State
0: Spartans and the Michigan Wolverines had much better weekends than the Detroit Lions <laughs> had on the football field. The Spartans, despite all my fears of what Talia Tungavaloa could do, and he did do a lot, but not enough. Michigan State was able to score relatively easily easily in this game. Yeah,
3: that wasn't really a
0: game, to be honest. Every time Maryland would get close, something would happen to ruin their chances of scoring and making it a tighter game. So Michigan (laughs) State rolls it home. Good bounce back after the Purdue debacle. And now they have to get ready for Ohio State. We'll talk about that later. (laughs) The Michigan Wolverines (laughs) went into Happy Valley and despite very tough conditions. Tough game. Tight game. Wolverines were able to pull it out. They were the tougher team, unlike in East Lansing. They were the tougher team this weekend in Happy Valley. Uncalled for. Uncalled for. And squeaked out a four-point victory, 21-17? Yep. Yes. Is that correct? Not a conventional yes. 17 for, uh, for, for Penn State?
2: <laughs> well, it was. Flip. No. No, it wasn't. They had a two point
0: conversion. There's some shenanigans.
2: If we have to go to a third overtime this year, just give the give the other team the win. I don't even want to watch but,
0: it. I don't. mean, hey, Paul, are we, are we already off. at that? This is Jim Harbaugh's best year at Michigan? He's won on the road at Wisconsin no. and Penn oh, not State. Even close. Not even close. You won on the road at no. Wisconsin no and Penn
2: State. 2016 no. by a mile.
0: You won it's on the road at mile.
2: Wisconsin so and Penn much. State. They're great wins. They're they're nice. This is they're, not this is nice. not comparable. They're
3: very nice wins. Especially when the, when Michigan beat the shit out of that that Penn State team in twenty sixteen that won the conference, literally
2: murked them so bad that their like, A D had to come out publicly them. and say we're not firing James Franklin. I've never yeah, seen exa- that. Yeah. Ever.
3: That that what, that win is better than anything here. Which is what's it's okay, crazy like Harbaugh's second best year at Michigan
2: probably still
3: not, uh, But it's it's a good I, well, I think 15 still better. Can
2: we wait to see how this year ends?
3: Like <laughs> Yeah, it's true. I no. mean, they're it's no, going to be you want to fire our head so. coach
0: on the pro side at week 10. You don't want to finish the year.
3: You want to wait till the weekend for for inconscious-
2: Jim For decision making.
3: Mm-hmm. I what I, what I was going to ask is when is Jim getting his contract extension? Cuz everyone is getting one right now. So which it's is wild. true. It's so Jim Everybody is, getting an Jim expansion. is in a
2: very unique situation because Jim, Jim gets what Jim wants, right? And
3: but he <laughs> not is not money.
2: He isn't. Well, he doesn't <laughs> care. Like he, it was his choice to take. Like he didn't get an ultimatum. No. It wasn't. Okay. It wasn't.
3: I you do this. Just the same. My money. wife
1: likes her shoes a little too much. That's...
3: I just appreciate that you take my troll And just take it so yeah, seriously Why are we deep diving like on Jim Harbaugh's matter. contract Dylan started it I, I was fucking around not I don't well. care how much he makes Jesus. You should care
2: Because your coach is about I to rob really your shouldn't university shouldn't
3: care. I actually agree with not you if the,
0: Not if the president gets his way Look at that man stepping in Well, uh, well he, yeah, won't.
3: He's he, he won't smart. He won't get his, his way saying, Hold up um, y'all fools think this guy is good Really no, it's not even it's that. It's not even that. It's pri- not. No, there's a. It's a principal problem. I do not like paying this dude before his biggest game. Before I don't he's like it. before he's done anything, right? So what do you mean? According, like, to, like,
0: according to Michigan no, State, their biggest he, game is Michigan. No, that's not you and know no what I mean. Out.
3: Like if he goes no, because if he goes on the road right now and lays down, then in that and we pay him before that, then we're rewarding mediocrity that I don't want.
2: That was so it mediocrity
3: is, to be nine and two? So here is my issue,
2: and I I have a few. So no. on on a macro no. level, I don't care how much a head coach makes because there is no salary cap, and as long as your program is in the black, you're not losing money. The academic department isn't struggling horribly. As long as those things aren't going on, pay your coach whatever you want. Like, Michigan wanted to pay Harbaugh $15 million. I wouldn't care. We print money. The football team brings the university so much money. It doesn't matter. The problem is a few things. One, you went out on a limb hiring Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker's resume before coming to Michigan State was, quite frankly, poor. It wasn't long, but it was poor. There was no – nothing he had done on the field or in his program shouted, we need to pay this guy, like, a ton of money to come no, here. He worked like you're under Michigan State. and had
0: ties to Michigan you're, State.
2: Exactly. You're not an also ran program. You are probably a top 25 job. We haven't done the list because you guys sabotaged it, so I don't know I don't know where you land, but you're probably a top 25 job. And you're, you're certainly a decent program. You shouldn't need to hemorrhage money for a sketchy coach. Mel Tucker's the third highest paid coach in the Big Ten. You went out on a limb for this guy and made him the third – highest-paid coach in the whole Big Ten before he ever coached a game to take over what at the time looked like kind of it was going to be a dumpster fire. And in year one, it was. I know you beat Michigan, but Michigan was horrible. Like, it's beating Michigan but last season... A,
3: but it's the same thing as y'all. You can't judge it. It was weird and no one cares. But it's it COVID year, right? But beating Michigan yeah, last son, season cares?
2: is not part of the equation. It's not something to hang your hat on. The only good team... Michigan State is beaten under Mel, is Michigan this season. Why are you going to let a coach hold your program hostage every time this he wins a big game? So true. You cannot. Oh, my God. Every yes. time your coach wins a big game, he's going to say, oh, LSU's looking for a coach. USC's looking for a coach. Texas is looking for a coach. You're setting a precedent that every thing? time – I have no idea. At, well, I'm, because it, it it it's a problem. I know. How is this is Tucker's explain fault. Why? why are you no, angry about it? No, at no, Mel? no. Hold
3: on. It's not. It's no, not. the Mal's reason fault. why I'm pissed. No. The reason why I am angry is because it is the broke, bitch ass thing that a program that thinks of itself as lesser would do because it doesn't believe in itself. To, to you really pay are so their broke head coach ass. That has taken them to no, a to record, as Paul eloquent. they are already paying put,
0: their head coach hostage.
2: They're the so already paid coach a ton paid, of money. Like, it's not
0: like 100%. he's underpaid. Right. He's the third highest He's extending paid coach his in the contract. contract. No, not no, gonna be stop. It's more. gonna come with Well, a yeah, usually with an extension raise. comes a raise if you
3: are no, winning. Then no. Then tell So the, I so I'll take Nard Dog. So he is going get out of here.
2: he will be, after this extension, the highest paid coach in the big Ten. He will should not be. If you get ran by Ohio State. And then lose to Penn State, which I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm just saying it's it's there. It could. We have no idea what's going to no, happen. If you could we beat get beaten by two playoffs. teams
3: that have better rosters than us, better talent stop, than us, dude, stop. We should. There is no no world where losing to this Penn State team is justified. Bullshit. No world.
0: Absolutely, that is absolutely not so, true. Hold. So hold on. We're not. I don't know what to argue with. This team was expected to win three games this year at the most coming into this season. I understand understand your expectations change, change, but. Coming into this season, this team was expected to win two to three games. We were Listen, not a good football team. What does it matter Because now? he's made why them he a good football team. He's, he's got them to, to believe that. in themselves and play with confidence as a football team. And that matters. Which is why he's being paid. And he's he doing it with lesser, it. lesser talent. Yes, of and of so the, the higher-ups so. are hearing all the other colleges that are coming for him and saying, we like this and guy, he him. works with us, and he is making us a good football player. Program again. Let's keep no, him. So, first
2: of all, no one has come for Mel Tucker. Okay. There is no, there has been a ton of rumors and nonsense floated around. No one has offered Mel a contract right now because no one has offered anybody a contract right now. Like, no LSU didn't go to Mel's agent and say, Listen, we'll give you eight million bucks. Mel oh. wouldn't even be at your school oh, right we now. We live in the happened.
0: world of public opinion. That's right, the world that we live in. Ma- so when everyone but else is for, out there not saying university they're coming for this it doesn't uh, You can say that, but it doesn't mean it's true. It doesn't matter.
2: When If you if you guys lose to Ohio State and lose to Penn State, none of Two those jobs were not are expected to win. on the win. table. Oh, but listen, none of those jobs are even going to be on the table. So why are you nope. getting out leveraged? For what?
3: Also, I do hate, I really, I'll be honest, because, like, this is the thing I keep trying to move off of. It's, like, the whole premise of my deal about this school is I don't give a shit about Michigan anymore because I want to be defined as something other than what they are. You are doing the same kind of thing, again, the broke, bitch-ass shit that we have always done. You really are telling me our program is so weak that losing this guy is going to put us back that far. Then what does that say about us as a program that this dude, who can easily leave for the NFL if he's good enough anyway, which is what is going to happen, like, you're so afraid of something that's going to happen eventually anyway. Either he's going to be as good as you say, and he'll go to the NFL, or one of the, like, crazy good jobs. He's not a lifer, unless you believe he is, which I just, like, I fundamentally do not agree with you. So therefore, you are telling me that you know, you believe... After this guy leaves, our program can't recover from it, and I reject that premise. That is some weak-ass thinking, I don't know if that's the and belief. I'm tired of that. I think the belief is
0: we found a guy that really works with us, and we are winning with, and don't want to have to go through all that again of being turned down by coach after coach to not come here. When we found a guy who we win with, they have won loss but, on the season. That's it. But how are you going
2: to renegotiate a contract every time he wins a big game?
3: And on top of that, you're saying that... You're not. You're doing
0: we it right now for the next four years. but I mean, what's you'll to stop him will do, do it again doing a couple it years if he, from now. I agree. If he's what's it? to you stop him do from do that doing it
2: again? You can't do that every year. Like, it's not something... It's not... It is not a precedent you can set... Especially in the middle of a season. Like, dude, don't worry about your contract. Worry about Ohio State and Penn State. And yes, I know it's his agent working on it. Blah, 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 blah. But his agent is an intermediary, okay? He's not just doing everything off the cuff on his own. That's not how this works. So it's worry about How the How much games attention in front do you, you think
0: has been taken away by this?
2: More than needs to be. Because there shouldn't be anything. An hour it, it combined throughout the thought. week
0: of his, uh, has been taken That's away. That's an hour
2: from you him. could be prepping for the biggest oh, games of your God. career. No, it's not. That's oh, a, dear God. It is. is oh, dear God. God. No You're talking about an hour broken up be.
0: over seven days. There is not a lot of time being taken off.
2: How much spare time do you think a college coach has this time of year, buddy? not a lot. I mean I I don't care if it's 5 seconds. Why is this even a discussion right now before Thank the you. regular season <laughs> is over? Because and, and of and the again,
0: conversations regarding these other schools trying to
3: poach them. But don't, they're not
2: doing anything it. right now. But, None of those coaches but, are,
3: Here's yep. the worst part about it, is that, if anything, what you are now arguing is that he is so in his own head of his own self-importance that any time his name is mentioned on a job, well, he gets who's, distracted? Who's That's he? not good. What are you talking... You think Mel Tucker went up there and said, give me this now? Uh, no, what you're saying... What you are saying is that Mel Tucker... Is so enamored no, I'm and not. involved in his own self-importance. No, I'm that not. He's I'm saying the higher ups talking. at Michigan State
0: are hearing all the talk of schools like LSU trying to, t- to take him and Fucking saying, great. "Shit, we better get Who their cares? ducks in order if we want to keep him." Uh, they care because they want to keep him. Okay, well, why is this that. hard for he's you to understand? You're acting like you're Mel right, Tucker walked into the offices with a bandana around his mouth and a knife in his hand and saying, "Give me money." He didn't do that. <laughs> That's not what happened all the talk of where he could go eventually after doing what he's done this year at Michigan State which is nothing short of magical it's not it is though, it is
3: Don't... no because he you know, because if he gets trounced on Saturday then that changes that just shows that he's no better than the team than expect- any of the other that was NFL that was on the the one of the
0: expectations <laughs> to be in the college football playoff oh and maybe Here winning a national championship against a team with an expectations of 3 wins You keep talking about
2: expectations like we had a lot to go off before this season. The expectations were off, okay, you were really bad last season, and we And we have no idea what the team is going to look like this season. You brought in literally 40 new players. Granted, only a handful of them have a big impact on the team, but you brought in 40 new players and a ton of guys that have not gotten a lot of time, took big steps. You have a new quarterback. You have new everything across the board we the expectation was about the unknown it was similar to michigan right like most of the media picked michigan to win seven games and they look like a lock for at least 10 maybe even 11 games right like that wasn't the expectation but the expectation was based off we don't freaking know when you bring in the transfers that you bring in when you overhaul your roster when you have a new quarterback when you have all these new coaches getting their systems actually into place you don't have a COVID season you have an actual fall camp we had no idea what it was going to look like. When, when you're talking about expectation, it was based off a million unknowns. Guess what? Ten weeks into the season, we know. Now we know. Now we have reason to ex- have expectation. So it's not, oh, he's doing this with a team that should have three wins. If You you, you now know what Literally team not. is on this roster. If you had right. a redo, you wouldn't pick this team to win three games. Okay, so this Part isn't a— way- this isn't a team that and you're no, like, oh, they should only have three wins and he's such a great coach, he's got them to nine, ten wins. That's not what happened.
0: But that's see, that's where we did that's where we disagree. Because I believe that is what happened. I believe the scouts who scouted these, these teams, these players, and said, here's the expectation for these guys, all these guys that transferred that either weren't good enough to get it done at their spot or just weren't at good in first place and needed to get out of where they were to get some playing time, have come together and played above their expectations and i think the head coach plays a huge factor in getting players to play above those expectations that is what mark d'antonio hung his hat on for years getting these three star players and playing them so well the michigan state uh, is a contender in the big 10 i believe problem. that what mel tucker has done this year has gotten a group of scrubs to play way above what the clearly expectations they weren't were
3: scrubs though That's, again they're they're
0: clearly, clearly not they
3: so you had like, again obvious, our best La- La- receiver La- La- Transferred
0: from where? Western.
3: Dude, our receivers are phenomenal. Yeah, where, they, yeah, where do, you do you transfer from? Western.
1: Where? <laughs> Western, Western. where? Western Michigan. Western <laughs> Michigan? Yep.
2: How, how does Oof. that make them what a bad? Like, there. Western what doesn't right. put pros into right. the NFL. Like, Corey Davis right. didn't go number four <laughs> yeah, on overall. On top of the fact,
3: you, like, you're also pretending what? like guys that that guys were leaving their programs entirely because they couldn't get started. Guys are guys. never That's late developers. That never case. happens. Right. Right. And here's another thing that you are going to have a problem with with the way that you are arguing this is that I am I, like you are making even an even stronger case. Why would I pay a dude who is basing his, his success this year off of transfers? You keep talking about Mark. Mark did win with his players. You are well, correct, I think that's which is just... why he was worthy of being, of getting paid. You, this is not a sustainable model. He's not I, going to do this every year. He I think can't.
2: that's a little unfair outside of the Kenneth Walker thing because you're not going to pull a Kenneth Walker from the transfer
0: portal. No, that's a, that's a that's a that's a once in a generation. That's a gem that came out of so nowhere. Uh, I don't know. Wake Forest is always going to have fourth spring running backs. <laughs> but <laughs> because I believe I, in this short amount of time that he got this team to play the way they did, what, I give him credit for him that. Is
3: making you believe that though? The like, fact that we, they're nine and one. you need. Stop. Our schedule is Dylan, Dylan, okay, we have... Hang I on, won. no, no, here's
0: the difference, okay? Purdue, Maryland, Miami, Indiana, Rutger, these are the teams that are right now were expected around the same area we were, and we have
3: beaten all, all of right. them except for one. So here, that is here's what where I'm problem just, is, I'm just Mac. not going to argue with you anymore when you bring that up, because so here's, like, here's we're not going to agree. Here's where the, the problem
2: lies, right. and you can call uh, it a philosophical difference, but I tend to think that your philosophies are very dumb if that's the case. So... You, you can give him all the credit in the world for what he's accomplished this year without saying he needs to be the highest paid quarterback in the Big say- Ten I- and one of the highest paid in the entire country.
0: He's your head coach, not a quarterback. But –
3: I am not oh, saying come that. On. He clearly
0: I am defending Michigan State and understanding why they are trying to do no, this now if, anything, if they want us to look keep like him. Broke bitch. They feel they need to do this if they program. want to keep him. And it's not a loser it, so program again, to want to keep your head coach, Dylan.
2: So, again, if this is what it takes to keep your head coach, you have major problems. And as Dylan said, he needs to take a hike. If he's just in it for the money and he's going to bolt at the first better viewed opportunity that's going to pay him a little more and give him more exposure, what are we even doing here? All the good things that he did this year are never going to last because greener pastures are going to come calling very shortly if that's the case. So what are we, why are we even giving him Hang on, him I'm sorry. Are you saying Thank that not you. almost every
0: head coach is in that same situation of a possibility of doing well and being pilfered by a better program? This is nothing new to Michigan State. No. These are happening all the time. This ah, uh, there it You're is. You're talking about bringing up you, the said, past you said you said no are what are you off. talking about bringing up the uh, Jesus fucking Christ. Are you not hearing what I'm saying? Because this, this is a saving. normal situation acting. in freaking sports of losing your head coach to a better job. It happens. It happens at all levels. High school, pro, college, all of them. And if Michigan State is a top twenty-five program like we think they are, we all agree that LSU is a higher-ranked program than Michigan State, which makes it a better job.
3: So why pay him that? Because much they want more to keep him from going
0: to that better job. And but sometimes the amount of money not can do it. Then.
3: So listen, this is this is the point though. Hold on, this is the point though. Is that you're saying? This is the thing that Paul and I are saying that like you uh, you aren't getting. Fine. I will take it. Let's take your premise at what it is. Pay him. That does not stop him from leaving still. Of course not. If it's about the money, so that's my point. So t- just let him leave then, and let's get it, in our dog it, instead. It
1: lets you keep him for longer, though, and I think the hope for Michigan State is if you can it, keep it him for three or, you know, three or four more years, and then you let him build up the program, by the time he does leave for whoever LSU, the fucking Miami Dolphins, whoever it is, then by the time you're ready to hire your next coach, you're a more attractive job than when Mel came over, because okay, Paul so said to, it seems like thirty minutes understand. ago now that you're forgetting you know, all the
0: scandals you've been involved Mel in lately. I don't think a, we're that attractive.
1: Or Mel had a, a poor yes, resume, right? So if you're able to build up, if you're able to build up Michigan State in these next four or five years. Uh, even three years. Who you know? Who who really knows? But if he ends up leaving, then you can attract somebody that has a little bit more uh. A little bit more of a reason to be you know a power five head coach at Michigan State.
2: But I, it That's doesn't. It. it I don't understand why Dylan is the only person that understands this. You can bump him up to seven million dollars, make him the highest paid coach in the Big Ten, and extend him for ten years. If that, if LSU comes calling. They're a better job and they're still going to pay more than you will. So it doesn't matter. You're just wasting money for no reason. It doesn't keep him at your school longer. It doesn't – because you gave him $7 million doesn't mean LSU is going to decide, you know what? We don't want Mel. We want somebody else. If they want your coach, they're going to offer him eight and say, oh, yeah, we're LSU. That's it. It's going to be done. It doesn't oh, you keep ever been him doing at your auction? school any
0: longer. Oh, my God. Yes. Do you automatically go to yeah. your highest amount of money? Or do you start lower, okay. and then someone bids higher, and so you bid higher, and then they bid higher. When we I'm don't have to make it so easy on
3: my $18 for LSU. An hour we can make it more salary. difficult for
0: LSU and tell them, you know what, you're going to have to pony up about nine mil a year to get this man away.
2: I I don't yes, live sir. I don't live in fantasy land. Nothing nothing Michigan State is willing to pay Mel is going to make LSU bad an
3: eye. I, I also we are also ignoring the fact yeah, well, that Dylan's I boss know, is
1: going to give him half the company. It.
3: All right, eh, eh, eh. and like, like that's another thing too is that I'm I'm going off the premise that he is worth the money, and I just don't think yeah, he is. I right. I don't think anyone listen, is the, worth the as only much way, as we're going to pay. Now, for. listen, we don't
2: know the obviously we don't know the exact things that are being discussed. The only way this makes any sense for Michigan State is if the buyout is truly beyond absurd, like and ridiculous. it would have to be beyond oh, absurd. Because we've yeah. seen schools lately just scoff at buyouts. Like, who cares? We got to pay this coach thirty million to leave, and we got to buy out this coach us. for twenty-five. Write the check. Who cares? Like, it doesn't. Like these these schools hardly even care about buyouts anymore. You, you have to make the buyout so absurdly high, but the problem is, you can't have a buyout that's like more than the value of the contract. So to have a crazy right. buyout, you also have to pay them crazy money. It just it just doesn't make sense, especially now. The time. Didn't you also say it doesn't matter though because you're
0: you're printing money off your football program? We it's are not still.
2: again, you, hang on. it's not about you don't think that the, you don't the think
0: that the money that is coming this year on this football program is better than it has been in the last three or four years? Because I certainly no. do. The way that people have rallied behind Mel, the way the Spartans have shown up, the way people uh, I mean, are coming just, to these games. I mean, you don't think that, don't, that makes no, a no, oh, difference? Hold on.
3: So, a- so you're attendance wasn't that exactly. good. <laughs> dude, we had 67,000 people for last game. Under Mark, that never happened. So, like, no. Never happened. It's, it's that's nowhere that's near true. What you, never happened. Not, not when we were actually winning. When we were no? winning, yes. That's the thing. You and are we're getting winning. to win. You're just, in the thick of it. We are ten ten winning race. now, and we have we got 67,000 people. Yeah. It's still a time of COVID. Like, I mean, I know what you want, but. Oh, okay, okay. But not you acted like Michigan. we're running money, and we're not. Like well, we're not right now. That we is, will. We're not right now.
2: COVID has not stopped 110 thousand people from going to the big house. Like well, right. Yeah, I mean, well, that's, that's 110 thousand idiots.
3: They're smarter than East Lansing. I'm sorry. Whenever we were trying to talk about the about the program thing, this is exactly the type of thing I was trying to get at though, because from what I've heard from both Matt and Ryan, y'all are in that mindset that like that little bro mindset still. And it's just so annoying. Okay. like You are I, literally you're, oh. the most
0: little brother out of all three of us when it comes to the Michigan-Michigan State rivalry, so I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm t- I, Nothing I have said about? a damn no. thing about no Michigan. I've talked about us and our program and wanting to keep a head coach that we are winning with and going 9-1 and one in a year with nothing but even close to that was expected. Hold on and a I second. think the head coach you're gets chief, credit for that you reason? are not giving him.
2: Your chief reason for pumping Mel was he's 2-0 and o against Michigan. You no, did wasn't. the exact right. little brother no, thing. And My chief reason is Dylan. that we
0: have lost one game this year in a year we were expected to lose nine. Okay, but we talked about that expectation. It's not. It
2: wasn't based no, on it, anything. This is yes, what you know. I and saying, I am saying you know, that his coaching every time he brings has played up, a big factor in
0: that expectation changing, in these players playing above the level that was expected of them.
2: I'm saying the expectation doesn't matter when the expectation is not based on anything but a wild guess.
0: When the expectation the ex- is this far off, this 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 is not expecting seven wins, like Michigan. This is expecting two or three. It is that far I, off. Well, it, it, I would, I would say to me, it. it's We're him and his doing. coaching that has made this better, along with and obviously Kenneth up. Walker I, I being amazing. Know, I
2: don't know also, anybody that picked Michigan State to. Win less than I the five I just
3: also think it's hilarious that, like, you, you're saying I'm the most little bro, but I'm the one who gives about, a shit about Michigan the least. But somehow I'm the little bro. And, and Dylan,
2: bro. to That's Dylan's funny. credit, that he has That's done funny. that. Oh, he has said, first, this is not new this season. Dylan has said for five years, we need to get over Michigan. We need to pick a different rival, like Penn State, somebody that is somebody that we've had a lot of important games with lately, that is more of a similar school and it's not it's not that michigan's on another level it's just they're different right the michigan, they, and michigan I, state I, are very different
3: it's a defining thing we us being defined by them is a how problem is us wanted to keep our head coach over. being
0: defined by michigan in any way shape or form
3: because you are comparing yourself to other how, programs how, how was so i terrified. how was i comparing myself to any you other are, program? i was talking about the, so the no, real world of coaches, coaches who win getting
0: pilfered that's a real-world thing. it', it has doesn't nothing to do with Michigan from or being
2: Pilfer. a little brother. You're signing him to this extension, it, it's, not the, it's not an NFL free agent. It doesn't mean another team can't take him. That's not how it works.
3: That's what and, we're and saying. The, it, what I was saying by comparing the program is that you're so terrified of him leaving for somewhere else. Number one, because apparently you don't believe this program is good enough to bounce back from it. But number two, you're so terrified of him leaving that you want to overpay him before he's done anything worth the value of that specific dollar amount and that extension. That's another thing. Like you're saying, oh expectations, oh he did so he did so well based on what he was expected. Yeah, he's being paid the third highest salary in the conference. And that's what so- he's doing right now is worth what he is being paid. Now, he is not worth that money. I have money. nothing against that. And
0: look, if he gets pilfered, he gets pilfered.
3: I'm explaining why Michigan State is doing what they're doing. And I, I have hate no it because problems it's a about it little bro mentality. Because you think of yourselves as so weak that you can't afford to lose a coach and you have to overpay him before he's done anything worth that money. Just in Is case it little brother leaves, mentality
0: like or is it reality when you just went through this with D'Antonio leaving and you couldn't get anybody except for Mel Tucker? All the guys you went after, that the- all the guys you went after
3: all said no. Hold on, hold on. You also are completely ignoring the fact that Mark D'Antonio retired in January late into the coaching cycle for hiring the reason why it was such a problem for us is because we didn't have anybody we could pull because it wasn't at the end of the season. He retired in the off season when everyone had already gone through the coaching cycle. We season. already got. We were able to get Mel Tucker because you overpaid for him you to poach him
2: from another school. You couldn't do that, that for The Luke night Fickle? before he was at a booster banquet, saying he was there for the long run. Right?
3: Long. Like you're well, completely uh, ignoring the context to that the. The only reason we're in this situation where we're having to overpay this in the first place is because Mark. Because we could have gotten him in the coaching cycle if he had retired before, would have been being paid way less, and then we could extend him to what he's being paid now. But instead, because of what Mark did to us, we had to overpay for him, and now that he's showing a modicum of competency, now we have to pay him as if he's saving. And I reject that.
2: And again, it's so much about the timing. But one thing that I was, you keep talking about expectation. And oh, we were expected to win three games, which is nonsense at this point. But you're stuck on it, so I'm just going to let it slide at this point. But you, you always talk about expectation. Well, what is the expectation of the third highest coach in the Big Ten? Because if it's not beating all the crap teams that you've beat, what are we even doing here? And again, I, I'm not trying to diminish what he's done, but you want to talk about expectation. The expectation of a guy that makes
0: Why did the amount of money he makes add of the expectations? Is that what? a wait is that a joke question? No. Am I being th- w- w- what for it? the situation that yes. he was brought in on? Why are his expectations so high? He was brought into a dismantled program. Like it, that's why. Because they had to to get someone in. Because as you said, what Mark did to us. But because why does that matter? When, why isn't it the reality hired. of what he took over? He took over a shit program at this point. Michigan State was at its lowest it's been in twenty
3: years. You're acting like he got he, he took the job at gunpoint, which he did no, not. No, I'm not acting like that at all. This salary. Kind of i'm like looking a- at the realities of what the <laughs> program was that he took over
1: i would have chose the salary as well let's put
3: that out there <laughs> i yeah I, paul and i are simpatico on this look, stuff. It it's again, a look- frustration of me as a fan for this program is that we're going to run our operation like a bunch of bitches forever yeah. even when we were successful like, I mean, Jesus but, Christ. It, it, Everyone's so afraid of Nick Saban happening again, and like we are so far past that, and you don't see it in its sad. And the, the
2: thing is the thing is too, and I'm not I want to be clear, I'm not saying that Mel is going to be a failure at MSU if he stays a few more years. It's not what I'm saying. I, I just well that's because you've I already to, said
1: it, so you don't have to say it again. Oh my <laughs>
2: god. For the purposes of this conversation, I am not making Ooh. any statements about Mel's future performance at MSU. Why are you putting yourself in a position, though, that if things go south, which nothing that has happened to date proves that they can't go south. Why are you putting yourself in a position that if things do go south, that you make it very hard to move on from him? The, you're hurting yourself when you don't need to do this now because we've already established, even if you don't want to believe it, this extension does not actually help retain him. Because any school good enough to poach a state from Michigan State in 2000, to, I'm sorry, any school good enough to poach a coach from Michigan State in 2021 to steal away their head coach, it doesn't matter if he makes $5 million or $8 million. It doesn't matter. They're going to pay as, as much as they need to pay. They can outbid you because we're talking about Alabamas, we're talking about LSUs, we're talking about. USCs, Texases, right? Like we're not. You're not getting uh, poached by Minnesota, okay? You're not even getting poached by Penn State to the world. Like it is a tier one or two job that is poaching a head coach from Michigan State because Michigan State can pay up. So no, no school even on the level with Michigan State is poaching your coach, right? Like uh, it's going to take a Notre Dame in higher level job for you to lose your head coach. And at that point, that school's writing a blank check, and the job has more prestige. So, Mel Tucker's gone if he wants to be gone, whether you pay, upgrade his contract or not. So, it doesn't help with retention. And now you're putting yourself in a position that Mel has not proved anything yet. Mel's had a really nice season so far, but he hasn't proved anything. We, we saw freaking Bayou Hoke win a national title at LSU, okay? Oh, I, you, you see, you, you see lottery ticket seasons all the time, and I'm not saying that's what this is. I'm not. No. I, I want to you be very clear. I'm them. not saying that's what this is. You just don't have proof that he has actually built a sustainable program, and we won't know for a couple of years. Oh. But if you give him this massive extension because you feel like, oh, we have to do it, and then you get blown out in, it, by Ohio State, you lose your next couple games, you disappoint to close the season, which is still a good season, but it's a little disappointing end, and then things take another step back next year and then his fourth year is kind of do or die, and you win seven football games, and then you're like, maybe he's not the long-term answer. Oh, but we still owe him $40 million, and we're just Andy's kind bio. of stuck with him. For what reason? You're, you, there's no reason to put yourself in this position as an athletic department, because he hasn't done anything to actually force your hand. It's just no, you're, you're doing it to yourself. You're shooting yourself in the foot, limiting your options when it doesn't
3: actually help you. It can only hurt you. Yep. Very succinct. I agree. 100%. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. No uh, responses from
2: Ryan or Matt. Just silence. What, what right, is this?
3: Right. Like, I don't know. Did I not articulate that well? Is that confusing? No, it's because when you and I both agree, we take the air out of the room. That's
1: just well, I mean. I'm just confused because Dylan said it was succinct, and I don't think he knows what that word means. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey because he agreed with me I thought it was very concise
2: it when you when you are soaking it all in like nodding your head yes yes this is the way it, it sounds it sounds was like three seconds it sounds very <laughs> short oh nah, man i mean on, on, you you tell Ryan or Matt because I know you guys are on the other side of the fence what what did I just say that is not accurate like what do you actually disagree with
0: no, I'm not continuing this argument. We've been doing this for the last 35 minutes. I've already said I've said <laughs> plenty of what I needed though. to say. No, I'm not mad at all. I've said plenty of what I needed to say. We are clearly coming. Do from you two see how this can be... sides on this? Do... do
2: you not see how this can be a dangerous thing for MSU?
0: Of course I do, but it's not my decision
3: not... to make. Well, but we're talking about our opinion okay. of the decision. All right, I do a. If you are arguing based on the side of what you think the boosters are doing, regardless of if it's right, then yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, but, like, but no, we, know what, we, we right. know what the boosters are doing, or we know what the are doing, and I'm pissed, pissed like. about it. So, I mean, what are we even doing? Ah what we're doing is we're going to get clowned on Saturday and then I'm going to look at this fucking athletic program like, really? This I, dude is going to get I, paid $10 million? I don't know
2: how we spent so much time on Mel just for Matt and Ryan to be like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Uh, but because we talked about it for 45 minutes. I don't need to keep talking about it. Said, even though they never actually said anything. Um,
3: Stop with I, the strays.
2: Hey. That's not, that's I mean, you, you
1: didn't say anything either. You just said Ryan, nothing a whole R- lot Ryan's
2: longer. Ryan's too busy watching <laughs> bad basketball to care
1: about Mel. But well, yeah, I, Rudy Gobert's on the court, so yeah, that's like not wrong. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: um, I, I do want to talk about, so we, t- we talk so much about Mel and what he has done and hasn't done yet, in, in the fact that the Prove It games are coming up. I, I want to talk about that because Mel and Michigan State, right now, as things stand, have a chance to do something very special this season. It doesn't mean they're going oh, right. to, but the yeah. chance is right there. Like we're talking big 10 title on the table, CFP appearance on the table. Also playoff win on the table, because if you win out, you're not getting Georgia in the first round. You're getting a winnable first round game. And I will say winnable against, I don't, it doesn't, I don't, whether it's Oregon, whether it's Cincinnati, whoever it is in that spot, whoever you're getting in the first round is not going to be Georgia is a winnable game. So Everything is on the table as far as a very special season. Like, if you make the playoff, you will score points. It'll feel like your first playoff appearance. Like, it'll the, the last one will have never I happened. I hope not. No, no, no. Like, it will – that one will be this, – this will be your new we first playoff. You scored play. 10 points the in that game. The other one never happened.
3: We did not. No, we didn't. No, you got we shut have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had a real <laughs> chance to be down <laughs> 10-7 at <laughs> halftime. Man, half I right. – hey, I know, but – it is what it is. I know. believe I, Connor I Cook.
2: I believe Connor Cook looked at that chance and said, "Incorrect, he, he but thank you." Mu-
3: he very much. did. He's like, Incorrect, I'm going to Throw you. this at the safety.
2: <laughs> I was. I don't want any of uh, it.
3: Um. Uh, speaking of that year, though, I, I this. I guess this is where I won't really want my Matt mm-hmm. my and Ryan and Rat. Nope. Matt and Ryan. In hello, I feel less confident about this time than 2015. No shit. We actually had a good team in 2015. There you go. What are you,
2: why are we still doing this bit? It's not a I, bit. Why? Why? We're, and we're like 10, 11 weeks into the season. How yes. many weeks have it been? It's been? And we've continued weeks. to play I, above no, I, ball
3: for all of them except I, for one. No. I agree with Matt on this 100%. 2015 team is was way better top to bottom. Hold on.
2: No, I agree that 2015 was better. Me and Ryan had this conversation immediately following the Michigan-Michigan State game. I actually think we talked about it in the post game that we did live that a bunch of people watched. Probably not you guys, but a bunch of people watched it. Um, All right. 2015 All right. team, for sure, better than this Michigan State team. That doesn't make this Michigan State team bad. And Matt keeps acting like they really are. Matt
3: acts for this like. Situ- no, no, no. I'll defend Matt on this. In this situation, 100%. But Matt acts we are like, the worst team. So me.
2: Matt acts like this Michigan State team is the quality of team that 2016 Michigan State was. 2016?
3: Three and nine. Yeah. Uh, I think for this situation, we, we might as well be. We are oh, not built goodness. to win a game like. We're Wait, not. So you're this okay team, you're talking about going
2: into Ohio team. State I, I see you yeah. I got
3: you I understand I'm saying for this specific scenario the 2015 team even with the backups was better built for that win than we are for this can you, we can are you gonna find me smaller.
0: another team that has a secondary se- passing defense as bad as ours as anywhere near our record against real competition
3: oh Oklahoma State I don't I don't I don't want to know
2: <laughs> I, I would say Oklahoma State Ew. No. I'd have to, I'd have to look. Um, I mean, i have to do a deep dive, but I, Oklahoma State's got to State? be up there. Baylor, maybe.
0: Look, Peyton Thorne has been the much. best quarterback we've had since Connor Cook.
1: Well, we've I will only take had – uh, we've, we've had, yeah, what, one guy since
0: him? Yeah, with Lewerke, we had <laughs> Maxwell. We had uh, – Maxwell. Who, who was the, who was the right. No, Ma-
1: Maxwell was before Cook.
2: All oh,
0: right, was
2: Cook, That's not, yeah. Cook. So Cook was not that long ago. Like Michigan's in the same boat. Like Cade is the best QB we've had since Jake Rudock, who played the same season that Cook did. It's not that long ago. Like we haven't. Neither team has cycled that many quarterbacks since then. It's not like he's the best quarterback you've had since Drew Stanton. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it, Drew Stanton.
1: There hasn't we, been. We had Lawerke and then uh, Lombardi.
3: Big rock.
0: Who, got, before the Also. No, you know, uh, that was, was, um, was Cook. O'Connor.
3: O'Connor. No, oh. Tyler O'Connor. Okay. I, listen, oh, yeah, we,
2: right.
0: there's Gross. there's no way Brace to settle it, but
3: I
2: <laughs> I genuinely believe Lombardi with another season in playing for this Michigan State team may have been better than what you've gotten out of Thorne this year. Shut up. I, no. <laughs> What are you listen, talking about? No. I but, so, hold on. so That's so
3: trollish.
2: What? It's not trollish at all. So, Thorne against anybody with a pulse has not impressed. He hasn't been horrible. He's also he was...
3: a first year starter. Chill out. Oh, hold on. Lombardi hasn't impressed has fucking with... NIU.
2: That has, that has nothing <laughs> to do with what I said. Hey, every time I've seen Lombardi, he's been dealing at NIU. I don't know what you're talking about.
3: Uh, you're just doing rose colored glasses to piss us Look. This is the man
2: you agree Hold with. on. What is rose-colored <laughs> about hyping Rocky Lombardi? Like, I should hate that, man. What is – what is? Ro- why? I don't know. Maybe because he helped me experience one of the worst games I've ever seen as a Michigan fan.
3: Yeah, it was rough. Okay, him, Rick- and, him and Ricky White, two guys no longer on. on the team. Back to my original question, though, to Ryan and Matt. I think that we are in a much worse position than before 2015, and I think we are going to hate ourselves on Saturday. I'm not –
0: but here's the thing. I don't have expectations of this team going out and beating Ohio Uh, State. Why would I?
3: All right. All right. All right. That's it. Fine. He
0: hates you. Dylan, why would you have I, expectations of this team going and beating the number four team in the country with an offense that's literally best in the country? Why would you expect this team understand. to hang with them? With a secondary that can't do shit against decent quarterbacks. And now we're going to face a Heisman he candidate that. in quarterback that's going to stop nothing that second- quarterback.
3: Gonna, nothing I say is going to make us agree on it. I'm not wasting anyone else's time. So Ryan...
2: No, that's not true. Stop! No, don't I'm,
3: don't eat No, this. because this is back to the same thing before, and I'm not doing that conversation again. What, what thing? So, Hold on. What? What thing? I missed the thing. He's because he, what's informing his opinion about this Ohio State game is the same thing he keeps saying about the expectations. No, no, no it, it was different.
1: You. He just said he didn't expect to beat Ohio State. He didn't say I don't expect to beat Ohio State because we were only supposed to win three games. He just doesn't I think we're going to beat Ohio State.
3: I, think that I, I don't think that we're going to beat Ohio State wanted, either. <laughs> well, right. I don't for like a very, very like just looking at the team on an X's and O's level. What do you think I'm looking at?
0: Oh, he doesn't the believe you know no, what I'm saying. No, I'm not looking at the record. Are, so. I'm looking at the, the <laughs> players that are lining up on each side and how we are worse at every single position except for running back. We, Dillon, we Dillon, might Dillon's even be Dillon's worse than
1: running back.
2: Dylan's about to ask Matt to name three players on Ohio State's team. (laughs) I feel it. Like I can just. I feel it. The animosity. It's so.
3: Matt's Uh, Matt's googling
2: right now. You already gave him too much time. The
3: only solace that I have is that Ohio State's red zone offense has shown that it's not good, except for last week. Right, but that's the problem is that they aren't going to fucking need it because they're going to score, like, five touchdowns of 50-plus lives.
2: Well, Purdue's offense also sucks. Like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That Not backwards, completely backwards. Sorry, it's my I, bad. I was
3: about to say, don't make me more sad.
1: Make it more sad, you read oh.
2: them. Um, Sorry, <laughs> I, I just had a mini freak out because my, my monitor went off and I was, I thought. It was, it was sick
1: of your lies. It's just, stop uh. looking at me.
2: No, no, I, it was it was a slip. Purdue's defense is very bad. Is my bad. Purdue's defense is very bad. Their offense. Oh well, is quite we don't bad. have to worry about
1: that. Thank uh. God. What? <laughs> so we don't have to worry about that. Thank God.
2: Well, you already. Yeah. It's rough. Ruff. It's um, uh, Ohio State's defense also not
3: special. They are they are so bad. They're not like, bad. Oh no. my God! So they're
2: gonna be if, great. And
3: no, I was so like, if you, look, if
2: you look, if you look. If you look deeper than surface-level statistics, they're not bad. They're just not the level that by they should be at for their right, ta- for their, their standards. standards. And especially for their talent level. Like, they are way underperforming their talent level. But thank God, because it would be a problem for everybody if not. Like, if they were not underperforming their talent level, it'd be Georgia and Ohio State in the title game. Like, that would just be it. So, I'm glad that they are, because it makes them – vulnerable the problem is as dylan was kind of talking about earlier how this michigan state team is not really equipped to handle this ohio state team uh michigan state like not great at pass defense not again not as terrible as they appear although they've slipped more and more since the michigan game like before the michigan game they were actually not they were slipping on the field too they the michigan game was rough and then the purdue game was really bad. I think I mean, we gave up 900 ball passing
1: ball. yards in the last two games or
2: something. I, uh, yes, over 900. Well, if we're not. Well, I don't know about how many did Maryland throw. I, don't I, know I think many many it was Maryland like
3: 350. No, <laughs> like, he's, no, no, yeah. Talia got the, his the, numbers. Yeah. They just kept
0: messing it up when they got near scoring area. <laughs> yeah, they kept having penalties. Yeah, well, like, then, that's the thing. There was a what, lot of things that happened against Maryland. Yeah, three. The three, intentional, three groundings? intentional
1: groundings? Yeah. Never like, seen there that was a lot life, of things that Maryland did to that hurt again. themselves. That was so that it,
0: funny. Had they not hurt was, themselves, this the is a that. very close football game. But they kept hurting Maryland's themselves.
2: offense, offensively Maryland very similar to Nebraska in that they move the ball and do things that scares you. And then they but they shoot themselves, themselves in the, in the, the foot. Face. They yeah. either turn and the ball over or they commit stupid penalties or they have a drop. Like bad things Happen and they just fall apart. Even though they move Almost the ball like on Mike you enough Boxley to put He's Not in you.
3: a good coach.
2: And, oh, he's not a good coach. Hell, no, he's not a good coach. But oh, also, he's he, so he's funny. at Maryland. All right. So like, the, Maryland is a hard place to win at. Like at all. Yeah. There's not. It's not. It's not great. Like we're not. That,
3: that Van Pelt money doesn't doesn't do it.
2: It's not going far enough. It's it's really not, man. They need. We we need more Maryland segments on Sports Center After Dark. We got to fund fund the program. <laughs> uh, the Big Ten money has not gotten it done, but no, it's it's what we talked about before the game, and it's I, I ended up picking Maryland last week, even though I felt gross about it. It was are they going to make the mistakes and turn the ball over, or are they going to play a clean game and actually score as many points as they should on paper? And they didn't. They, they played the opposite of a clean game. They had a couple turnovers, although less than you'd think, because there were a bunch of fumbles in that game, I think, but, like, none recovered. Um, I I think it was that game, right? Had, like, three fumbles, but none recovered by the other team. Um, they just – the penalties no, I, I think we were season. even like on turnovers if
0: you include the Hail Mary at the end of the first half.
2: That does not count.
3: No,
0: they counted like, on the scoreboard, but, no, it does not count.
2: Wait, hold on. Who threw that?
0: Michigan State did. Yeah, Thorne threw that, yeah, right? Yeah, Thorne threw okay.
2: that. I'll just, okay. Doesn't count. If if Talia threw it, then it counted. <laughs> <laughs> only, only counts for him. Peyton's doesn't. And Peyton Thorne played really good, by the way. Like, he's, he had a really clean game. Yeah. He played awesome. Which is why your um,
3: Rocky Lombardi shit is so amazing. But, it's,
2: but again, it's against Maryland. Like, it's... So, I don't think Michigan's defense is anything special. I think they're solid. Did I say Michigan? Taylor Lewan certainly
0: thought so. Yeah. yeah, I think I think
2: Michigan's defense is solid. I don't think they're anything special. Number two in the country, Peyton boys Thorn in was blue, dog water against Michigan. Like paint Thorne sucked against Michigan. We're not talking about um, Georgia. Peyton Thorne sucked against Nebraska, right? Like it's not against a yeah, decent Nebraska's defenses, defense. Nebraska's defense is
3: super good. Man.
2: It's solid, and now now we have Ohio State's going to be a somewhat of a test. But I'm really curious to see how he does against Penn State. Because I think Penn State, and statistically they do, but I think Penn State is a very, very good defense. Um, way better than they get credit for. It's certainly not their offense that is keeping them in football games as anyone that watched Saturday, or at all this season really, but especially Saturday, has seen. I mean, their defense held, I want to say they held Ohio State to like 20 points offensively. 28,
3: 28. Well,
2: they had a fumble return for a touchdown.
3: Uh, Yeah, you're right. So yeah, 20.
2: Like, so... They, they're that's Ohio State. Ohio State has by far the best offense in the entire country. Penn State did a really good job against them. They have a good defense. So, I, again, that's my... Thorne is fine, and he does really good against the subpar teams. I just have not seen him have a good game against a good defense. As I haven't seen it. I'm not saying he can't. I haven't seen it yet, and I've seen him struggle. So that's where I'm just not elevating him to even Connor Cook level. But I will agree that he's better than Brian Lewerke. But it doesn't matter. What matters is this week against Ohio State, how is your pass defense going to handle at all what they bring to the table? And because you're going to have to devote so much on the back end, how are you going to stop them in the run game? No way. And the only Michigan State's best answer on defense, for the most part, has been the defensive line. The problem is Ohio State has a really good offensive line this year, especially at the tackle position oh, where they pass man. block That's exceptionally well. Crazy. So it's like, what do you do? Like, they played Purdue last week. And Purdue has a guy that I really for a long time thought was going to come to the University of Michigan, and I was really hyped for him. Carl F. T. is a defensive end. He's a freak. He's super good. He's going to be a first-round pick in the draft this year. He leads the Purdue defensive line. Purdue got carved up through the air. Like, Ohio State threw all over them. Their tackles did not give up a single quarterback pressure. Not sack, not hit. Their tackles did not give up a single quarterback pressure. And there was a first-round defensive end on the other team that run. I'll be, and they I'll run be honest. All kinds when you, of stunts when you,
3: when you shared that, like, stat, I was like, we're going to lose by 100 points. It makes
2: you feel worse. It makes it feel oh, more hopeless. Worse. It makes it feel much more hopeless because – if you look at so whenever you look at a game like this, you're like, okay, what are the paths to victory for Michigan State? Because we know how we know ten ways Ohio State wins. What are the paths to victory for Michigan State? Well, one of them is like, you're like, we got to get pressure and make them uncomfortable. And our defensive line is the strength of our defense. We're talking about the Spartans. Like that's where that our back end is not going to stop their three first round picks at receiver from from moving the ball over the field. Right? Our defensive line has to have a day. And then you look at how well their offensive line has played, especially as of late, and you just feel like this is hopeless. Like, what do we do in this situation? And then all they're going to run all over you when you're devoting seven, eight guys to the secondary because you don't have a choice unless you want them throwing all over you. Uh, how do you stop them? It, it's got to be turnovers. Like, that's you, penalties and turnovers and luck and fortune. And it's not going to be much different in two weeks when Michigan plays them.
0: And a mix. It's, it's not. There's one spot that if everything works out the way it has for most of the year for both teams, there's a spot. And it's their red zone offense and our red zone defense. If both of them play to par, we hold them to a lot of field goals. And I mean a lot of field goals. But <laughs> It's got to be a
2: field goal on Evershrip.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Because in, in between the 20s, we're going to have a hard time stopping them. But... The red zone. If our red zone defense shows out, and their red zone offense doesn't, which has happened most of the time over the last month and a half, there's there's your there's your opportunity for us to keep it within striking distance by holding them to three instead of seven.
3: Yep, that's exactly what I would say. Yeah, it's, uh, it,
2: on the other side, so there, you guys are going to be able to score. Like I'm not super worried about. It. Michigan State being able to put up points. Like, you're not going to score 17 points. You can score... If the game is fast-paced enough... Now, who knows? It might be a shockingly slow possession game. I don't expect it to be. But as long as you get your average number of possessions, you guys should be able to put up 30-plus points. The problem is, how many points is it going to take to win? Like, where what is your magic number? Like, 42?
0: It's, it's, it's very, very high 30s. The very, very low 40s has got to be in that realm. If we're not thirty-eight plus, I think we're in a lot of trouble.
1: Yeah, I mean, your only hope is that you know when Kenneth Walker gets the ball, those gray helmets turn maize and blue, and then you can just keep the ball away from him. But other than that,
2: well, well, if if not... they turn maize and blue, you're not even going to play keep away because you're going to score every two runs. So I don't <laughs> but, still not going to keep their offense off the field. But I see where you're going with that. You want nice. them to be like a little bit better. A little bit better than we were on defense against against the red. <laughs> just just,
0: um, just to keep their offense off the field longer.
2: Just to keep them off the field.
0: T- you don't turn those to two minute drives into five minute drives. I mean, Paul
1: said you know about the turnovers, and yeah, I don't think Michigan State wins a clean game, a zero turnover, zero turnover type game. You're gonna have to get maybe Ohio State to throws a bomb or there's a tip pass or something. Um, I think the return game and the special teams game is going to play a big factor in it because we don't really like block punts or block kicks. We haven't for years now, but if we can get some, if we can get some action in the return game and break off a big return, not even necessarily all the way for a touchdown, although it'd be nice. But you know, take a kickoff back to like Ohio State's forty or something like that, um, and just give yourself shorter possessions to to work with so all, all the cliches is how we win the game is <laughs> don't turn the ball over uh and make them turn it over and you know make less mistakes than ohio state does and just hope some of their mistakes on their end are uh, a little bit more critical
2: I, who mentioned
1: earlier
0: the disrespect i thought, i want to say it was dylan
2: no, no, that was it me. Might have been Matt. That was, I think that it was, was Matt. yeah in
0: the chat. It was Matt? Yeah. The nineteen point so, spread for a number four versus number seven team. So I Rightfully find it so it should be. Bigger. I find it interesting. It's bigger than Purdue
2: because, as we discuss this game, it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound that disrespectful. I guess.
1: Right. I mean no, we're, you're right. And like if there's a spot to play up, I guess, in Michigan State's favor, this is really the first like college football playoff knockout game we've gotten this year <laughs> that I can think of. Where like there's two teams that absolutely have a chance and the loser is obviously out of it.
2: Now I want <sighs> to give I mean Ohio I'm not trying State to promote can play false, up false too, hope.
1: But, but Michigan State could I out. want
2: to be clear about I wanna be clear about two things before I say this. One I'm not trying to promote false hope. But more importantly, I am not trying to downplay anything in the event that we all end up shocked and Michigan State wins this game. Okay, I want to be sure. very upfront. But if there is one reason for hope, I don't recall, and I don't. I mean, it's. I mean, it's, I think it's been a long time. If, if even ever, re, like in this decade, Michigan State does not normally play Ohio State the week before Ohio State plays Michigan. It's it's super weird timing for this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And Ohio State has a very clear track record of underperforming the week prior to the Michigan game. Not necessarily losing, but underperforming so much to the extent that going back to the late 90s, Ohio State is like 20-some percent against the spread the week before Michigan. That's pretty bad. Like, it's under 30%. It's in the 20s against the spread the week before the game that they play Michigan. It is no secret that Ohio State truly does prepare for Michigan all year. It's They have a weekday every single week. That Talk they about devote little brother. Drills to Michigan in practice. <laughs> Listen, we cannot call them little brother. All right. They can be as obsessed as they want. They kick our ass. It
3: is, it's It's. just – Yeah, and gorgeous. they win every other game outside of it except for this one. Well, again, it, to be fair, you said against the spread.
2: Against Not the, the spread. Now – if we one that i would point to very recently cuz it was well it, it was the last time that michigan played ohio state the game before a very good ohio state team played a wildly overmatched maryland team right we've talked about how maryland not a very good football team hasn't been a very good football team that maryland team lost by a point and w- was a two-point conversion away from winning against ohio yeah, state yeah
3: i remember that
2: it it was in That game was so bad, like Ohio State played so bad that game, Michigan ended up favored against Ohio State and Columbus, which was a horrifying mistake by Vegas. Absolutely horrifying. It just made the loss, so the brutal loss so much worse.
3: Did but, it on purpose. this is not,
2: that game was not a uncommon thing for Ohio State to have a letdown, even though they didn't lose. Before the Michigan game,
1: that's the the only other argument for Michigan State is that's why you play the games.
3: Because <laughs> who knows? Well, it's
2: not maybe. So I think now that I think is a little
3: disrespectful. Like yeah. I don't think so. I think it's I, honest. To be honest, <laughs> I, I
1: think
2: you have a better chance than oh no, sometimes giant no. upsets happen. Nope,
3: I
0: disagree like I don't. With
1: that it, it would Come be on. a giant upset.
0: That's for
3: sure That's very true It's
0: a three touchdown look, spread It's a giant upset
3: Right like right. right Like just, Vegas has look, said I fr- so I It just, is not I am, three touchdowns It is basically three touchdowns
2: It's 19 points well,
3: it I didn't say wrong. Hang on oh,
0: My bad You're right Sorry It's three touchdowns And one <laughs> and extra <in> point
3: <laughs> <laughs> Right <laughs> I hate you Oh man Come on I, Like
0: it is absolutely disrespectful. Oh, Look, honest, I don't think I this team to deserves to be top 10. But, I mean, sorry, let me let me, let me rephrase, let me oh, rephrase that. With Yeah, that's not true. With the way college football has played out this year, Michigan State absolutely deserves to be top 10. Do I think they are a top 10 team in college football? No. I think I can name 10 teams easily that I think can beat Michigan State in head-to-head matchups.
2: Well, can beat Michigan State is different than would beat Michigan State most times on a neutral field.
0: That is what I'm saying. Would beat Michigan State most times on a neutral field. college
1: football... I think you can go fuck yourself up with that.
0: I I understand. (laughs) So I would draw... So if this is true,
2: you think that Oklahoma beats Michigan State. Like, if you think Oklahoma beats Michigan State... You can name 10 teams better than Michigan State. If you think Michigan State beats Oklahoma, Michigan State is definitely a top 10 team.
0: I don't know about Oklahoma. That's where I would draw that I think there's other teams, though. I think Ole Miss beats Michigan State more times than not on a neutral field. I think Texas A&M beats Michigan State more times than not on a neutral field.
2: No! Not A&M. Come on. A&M sucks. A&M sucks. Stop it. If you got (laughs) A&M in a bowl game, you dog walk them. Yeah. Ole Miss, like, I can see just because they have Matt okay corral. Um, <laughs> he would give your defense fits. Uh, that would be a, a tough game for you. Um, but Ole Miss has been up and down. Like, it's not – they're not perfect by any margin. No, Lane Kiffin I mean,
0: is known for doing some dumb shit.
3: Right. That's why I'm so oh, like, no, Lane. we're not going to really to him.
0: Ridiculous.
2: Why are we blaming Lane?
3: Uh, blaming the U-
0: number rights? of fourth down calls two weeks ago where they decided not to kick – yeah, I'm gonna put that
3: on lane. I, no okay.
2: one wants to kick. What do you want from me?
3: It's it's because he knows he's having us like a like Speaking a of, second life and coaching. Do
0: we have any update on Coughlin?
3: Coughlin? Coughlin? No, what kicker. is it? Coughlin?
0: Jesus Christ. Coughlin. Hold right. on a second. No, I think I'm it was gonna be honest.
1: two weeks ago, like he injured himself in pregame warm ups right. or he something. He kicked
0: short ones last week. And <laughs> then
1: nothing <laughs> since. Right, and so like now, he came on so for, now like, what, a
0: 30-yarder, right, last week against Maryland? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but anything uh, longer, he wasn't kicking.
1: He, he's not about to get his NCAA record or Big Ten record or whatever the fuck it is now. This would be sad.
0: So I know we spent a lot of time on the on the Michigan State game, and the reason for that is because obviously they're playing Ohio State. Michigan playing Maryland. I don't think there needs to be that much discussion. We just watched what Michigan State no. could do to Maryland. Pretty sure Michigan can do that just as easily. So we move on to our picks, where outside of a, a game that that shouldn't count with the Detroit Lions because no one, <laughs> when we made the picks, no one knew that uh, Big Ben was going to have COVID. And Listen, Big Ben completely Big ben changes out- that spread. Oh, and the Lions would have won if Big Ben was in there then. This is no, what you're man. saying. Yes, it was, absolutely. It was horrible. T.J. Right, Watt well, went out too. <laughs> it was uh, all bad. So, good job, Big Ben. Thank you very much for the tie. We appreciate it. Well, at least I do.
1: <laughs> Didn't
2: um, Minka Fitzpatrick left the game for a little bit too? He came back. He did. And, and, played ball,
1: then, he, but... and then he tested positive for COVID the next day. <laughs> so Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking played the whole oh goddamn God. game with COVID.
0: Oh my God! Aside from that Michigan game that shouldn't count, and we should only have nine games that count from last week because of all that bullshit, but Paul says no. Uh, Paul, I think I did pretty well. I, I I didn't look at the exact numbers, but I kept looking at the results, and I was like, I'm pretty sure I picked them. Pretty sure I picked them. Like, I think I was <laughs> over 500 this week to get back into a winning streak.
1: Not after he fudged the numbers. He actually came out three and seven. <laughs>
0: Shit. <laughs> so to
2: answer your question, Matt, you went 500.
0: No, that no, 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 no. So I went five and four, sweet. <laughs>
2: Just like I did, you went three and two in college, and two and three in the NFL. Uh, Ryan also went 500. five hundred. We got Don continuing his. I, Don is having the worst pick year like imaginable. Like you can't imagine this cuz if you flipped a coin you'd be way way better than done. Like
3: man, it's living. it's almost like he has a virus messing with his head. Such yeah. an abhorrent year. Oh but my god. It's a god. terrible thing to he call is, his he,
0: children. He, wow. Oh my god. Four wow. and, four
3: Did
2: have <laughs> <laughs> you know, a couple of people go over 500. Dylan is one of them. He went 6 and 4. Hey-o. But a- AJ Baylor is the big Bears. winner of the week. AJ went a Scorching, 5-0 in college, 3-2 in the NFL to finish 8-2 on the, on the week. But we have huge news because we now have a tie for first place. AJ has stormed back from the depths of hell like several weeks ago. AJ is now tied for first with myself at 50-49 and 49 overall. We've made 100 picks. We dropped off the, the push that we had a few weeks ago. So we are... Just over five hundred. It's
1: crazy that AJ's picks don't count because he wasn't here. It's a shame for him, but
2: we, we talked a lot about it, so it's only fitting that we start with Michigan State, Ohio State. We got seventh ranked Michigan State. Their CFP chances and Big Ten title chances on the line in Columbus. We've heard this before, and they've been big dogs in Columbus before with these things on the line and come out on top. It is not impossible. But Vegas thinks it's pretty close, as you guys are, as Matt would say, a disrespectful nineteen-point dog.
1: Yeah, I think. Uh, I don't know. I think Michigan State can can play up a little bit, given what's on the line. I think Ohio State can start slow, even if Ohio State ends up winning. Uh, give me thirty-five twenty-one Ohio State, which means Michigan State covers, and then that'll be that. Nope. Sorry.
3: This is going to be very, very bad.
0: Oh, I uh, no, I'm with Ryan on this one. I think, you know, somewhere in the 38-24 realm of possibility. Uh, you know I'm hoping for a flat-out upset, but I don't think that's in the cards. Uh, I will go with Michigan State to cover, though. Go green.
2: Yeah, I, it's a big number, man. It's so big. Uh, the computers have this pretty close, like the spread pretty close to reality, given that it is in Columbus. But... We talked about, I, I told you, Ohio State plays down usually this week before Michigan. I think Michigan State is going to play up, actually. I believe that. Like, I think I, I think they understand what's on the line. Obviously, the Purdue frustration. It, I know you got it out kind of against Maryland, but this is a whole different ball game. I think Michigan State keeps this close for at least a half, at least. Maybe even longer. I think I think Ohio State does pull away by the end. I think they win by a couple scores. But 19 is so many points. I'm absolutely going to take Michigan State on this one. And for this podcast, before we, we don't have A.J. and Don's Picks Live tonight, but for this podcast, Dylan is on an island taking Ohio State. It's a lot of points, man. I mean, we believe a little bit, at least, in the fighting Mel Tucker's. And then we move on to somebody that I don't believe in at what all. What did I say, because Paul? Matt Campbell.
0: I said, stop what? putting this damn team on, this picks. <laughs> oh, I I I cannot... on the picks. I, <laughs> it's, 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 oh, it's I can't help it. putting Oklahoma on the picks. It's not even think. a ranked
1: matchup this week. He doesn't have an excuse. I God, hold I on.
0: Hate there this is team. Not,
2: there's not enough ranked matchups this week. Relax. Um...
0: <laughs> hold on. I'm looking no, there's not. I bet I can there's, there's really there's, there's not that many good. Wait, uh, hold
3: on. You're telling me you couldn't put Wake Forest Clemson on here?
0: Oh, well, Clemson, Clemson for the
3: outright upset. Garbage,
1: Let's go. That's our pick.
3: Garbage ass Clemson. No, Clemson's no, favorite. Clemson's
2: favorite. They're favored by four
1: points. Listen, no, well, we
2: got fraud ass, fraud ass Matt Campbell because I don't why? want to talk about Dabo. Because I get a year to not talk about Dabble Sweeney at all. A whole year that I don't have to say a word about Dabble Sweeney, and I'm going to keep it that way
3: against Cincinnati. That's you 82. should appreciate it, man. This is there are so many better games to pick. Nope, this is this Uh, is the game. We
1: can pick a Michigan hockey game
0: instead of Oklahoma. (laughs) Iowa State,
2: fraud ass Matt Campbell, but he has beaten Oklahoma a few times.
0: Since the SMU, it's like the only
2: he can't beat Iowa. He can't win games when they matter. But four loss Iowa State is still a threat for somehow at 13th ranked, still overrated Oklahoma. Caleb Williams clearly not their savior as they got the pretty much got the break speed off of by Baylor. Like the game was not as close as the score in my opinion. Even though right. Baylor ran up the score, which is ironic because technically, oh,
3: God.
2: like, but it was the coolest thing in the world, right? Like. Most so, bad. <laughs> Everybody loved it. Like, I wish more teams would do it. I wanted Michigan to punch it in against James Franklin last week when we just decided to kneel out the ball on the, the shadow of their goal line, which is embarrassing enough, but I would want to punch it in too. I love what Baylor did. But Oklahoma is a four-point favorite at home over a Iowa State team that has not been
3: good.
1: Uh, uh, even when they're not good, Iowa State seems like they win some weird games like these, so I'll take uh, Matt Campbell in the points.
3: I'll take uh, I'll take Clemson for the upset with you, Ryan. I agree. <laughs> it's not an upset they're favored.
2: <laughs> <laughs> is, is that Iowa State for you, buddy?
3: Uh, no. I'll take the team that is favored by four points.
1: I'll take Texas. Clemson. <laughs> Rhombus. Sorry, Dylan's taking <laughs> Oklahoma,
3: <laughs> apparently. Oh, I'll take Oklahoma.
2: <laughs> All right, yeah, uh, Matt Campbell just continues being a fraud and always beat Oklahoma hey! a few, hey! few spots.
3: And Matt, too. Am, am, <laughs> this, to this am I not a part of this podcast?
2: Oh, I swear to God, I thought Matt said I'll take Oklahoma. No, I said Dylan I swear takes to God. Oh, he said I would. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. I hate this game. <laughs> I apologize. Man. I, 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 I am going to take Oklahoma, too. I hate this game. Uh, they should that. win by a touchdown. I, They're not a good team. <laughs> I hope Iowa State wins just to screw them some more, though. But I'm picking Oklahoma. <laughs>
3: All right, so can talk to LSU, by the If there's anything
0: we've sure. learned this
2: year, if you have a head coach whose last name is Campbell, you're probably not in a good spot. Like, it's just it's not going to work out. You're not going to win the football games so that you should. Is uh, a Lions fan, I can attest to it, and I know that Cyclone fans can attest to it. From a top ten ranking to four losses by mid-November, what a... and another another one coming. And They people wanted this guy to come to Michigan. Are you on your god dang mind? He said that um, he's
3: still targeting the job. Unbelievable. unbelievable. What? Like, good for you, uh, buddy. You're not. Matt, yeah, Matt Campbell I'd, I'd...
1: said he's targeting the Michigan job.
3: Yeah, apparently ESPN reported that Matt Campbell apparently is holding out for either Ohio State. Oh, Day, oh well, or that's
1: Michigan. that's different than him coming out and like, hey guys, no, by no, but, the way, no, they
3: said that it was from like either his agent or a representative or something.
1: Like I get it. It just <laughs> sounded like in a press
0: conference they were like, "What are your, oh, what's your future plans?" That. He was <laughs> like,
1: "As soon as Harbaugh
0: gets out of there." That, that must make Iowa State feel good. They're like, oh, good, because you ain't nowhere near good enough for any of those three jobs. Right. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, hold on. For He is good enough for Iowa State. I mean, he has yes, Iowa State. Yes, but he's State. not like good Iowa enough State's for Notre
0: Dame, Michigan, or Ohio State.
2: Correct. But he is good enough for Ohio State right. to lose by a touchdown to Oklahoma. And we're going to move team. on to a game that no one complained about this just because it's ranked, but it's a much worse game. Uh, 21st-ranked Arkansas travels to – Tuscaloosa as 20 and a half point dogs.
1: Alabama covered a 50 point spread last week. I know it was to a word, uh, probably worse team than Arkansas. I think it was Louisiana, Monroe, or whatever the hell the probably. SEC does in like those weird late uh, games. I'm still going to like take Morgan Alabama.
3: State or something.
1: <laughs> somebody. Somebody they shouldn't be playing in November. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll take Alabama in this game. I think. I think they want to make that matchup with Georgia in the championship game as interesting as possible.
3: I'll take Clemson here too because you're right. <laughs> we should have had that game on this in this spot as well. But Ooh, all young joking LA aside. really coming along. <laughs> all, all joking aside, though, the last time Arkansas played a team of this caliber, they got shut out. So I will take Alabama.
2: Yeah, Sam Pittman not looking so great well, in
3: well, <laughs> all those all. spots. So. <clears throat>
0: Coming into this game this season, Alabama is six and four against the spread, only three and three against the SEC. Razorbacks are two and one against the spread as an underdog, and they're also riding a three-game winning streak. And this Alabama defense is not good enough to shut out Arkansas, so I don't think that's going to happen again. Twenty-one and a half is a lot of points.
1: It's twenty and a. Half.
0: Or is it twenty and a half? Still yep. a lot of points. Uh,
2: just got to win by three touchdowns, baby.
0: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, Alabama's going to win, but I think Arkansas can stay inside of that. So uh,
3: you are ignoring I will the Georgia go. Georgia I will so go hard. with Razorbacks.
1: Who's Georgia playing? I
3: don't know, but I was just saying, like, oh. last time Arkansas was in the spot, oh, game day and everything.
1: I, I, I thought you meant, like, bombed. Paul didn't pick yeah, the Georgia Yeah, and Alabama they no. no, 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 playing.
3: No, no, no. I'm saying that because Matt was like, oh, they're 2-1 against the spread in ranked games. It's like, yeah, what about that one loss?
0: Yeah, against the best defense in all of football by a wide, wide margin. Hey,
3: it's not, like, it's not like Alabama Alabama's not like defense. Alabama's
0: defense is Listen, not on Georgia's level. They Al-
2: Al- score. This November is money time for Nick Saban, Alabama. They have had their early mid-season hiccup, let's call it. They need style points at this point. They're at home. They have everything left to play for. They need statement wins. And this is how you do it. You, you get a fringe-ranked team that's going to puff up your resume that's not really anywhere in your stratosphere, and you pummel the crap out of them. They had a nice tune-up and resting period last week to get anybody healthy that they needed to because it's essentially a – Mid-November bye week that the SEC loves to schedule. Must be awesome, guys, to do with your 18th out-of-conference game because who needs to play in-conference, not the mighty SEC? Uh, I like Alabama big in this one. And that takes us to Michigan-Maryland, also in the 330 slot. Michigan going on the road to Maryland as pretty large 15-and-a-half-point dogs. Not as much as Michigan State-Ohio State, but still pretty large. Or, I'm sorry, 15-and-a-half-point favorites. Jesus.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll take Michigan in this one. Uh, you know, we talked about their defense in passing earlier. I don't think they're going to shut out Maryland by any means, but I could see them easily winning some like thirty-eight to thirteen or something like that. So, uh, give me the Wolverines here to set up a showdown with two-loss Ohio State.
3: <laughs> this is the type of game that Jim does best at. So, anyways, Michigan. <laughs> yeah, this game's perplexing <laughs> to me
0: because either Maryland's gonna learn from the experience against Michigan State and do a much better job of protecting their quarterback, and Talia is gonna figure out how not to get intentional grounding calls, <laughs> or they're not. If they learn, they have an offense that can hang with this and may get a tougher game against Michigan, lose by two touchdowns still a big victory for michigan but it's inside of the spread if not michigan can dominate this team and not let this offense do anything i'm not really sure where to go with this one and when this is the case we all know that the coin treats me best so to the coin we go heads michigan tails maryland first one up oh, one for maryland oh damn the coin is confident in Maryland staying inside of this spread. So, give me Testudo. <laughs> Unbelievable. Not my fault, man. The oh, coin was God. right about Old Miss last week.
2: Uh, so, I think this game is kind of interesting because I – in a way, I hope Michigan doesn't cover the spread. Not Not because I want them to play poorly – I just want them to not care at all about this game and to use this entire week to prepare only for Ohio State. I don't even i don't even want them to watch film of Maryland. I don't care. I, I don't care about any of it. Watch film of Ohio State all week. Roll out whatever you got going on and just beat Michigan, beat Maryland by like six points. I don't care. It doesn't make a difference to me. That being said, I know they're not going to do that. They are going to give this game at least most of their attention this week. Uh, I don't think Maryland's very good. This one is on the road and I could see us getting out to a slow start. But I think similar to the Indiana game, it just ends up being too much. And uh, we kind of overwhelmed them probably by 17 points or so. So I'm going to pick Michigan in this one. All right, we cap college with the most interesting pick of the week to me. Uh, we got third-ranked Oregon, who we've kind of been waiting for them to trip up all season. Um, Well, they did trip up. They had a horrible game against Stanford. But for whatever reason, they're still included in the college football playoff at this moment. Uh, that big win in Columbus non-conference holding a lot of weight still, even though clearly neither of these teams are what they were back then. The Pac-12 is just horrible. Um, I don't think Oregon really belongs in the playoff, but I'm also not sure if they should be three-point dogs on the road at 23rd-ranked Utah.
1: Uh, Soon-to-be Rose Bowl, Utah. I don't know you should be so disrespectful. Um, Oregon three-point. Oh, yeah. Oregon three-point dogs? No, I think... Uh, no, man, I just think Oregon knows what's on the line. They don't have a very tough, tough path to the college football playoff. But I, I think they get it done. I think they, they have their focus this week. Um, and just knowing if they went out, there in. So, I'll take Oregon.
3: Well, if the Phil Knight Invitational is in a sort of uh, barometer, the Oregon basketball team is down by 20 to another Utah team, BYU, Uh, And on top of that, Salt
0: Lake at night. night I think there's a whole lot of disrespect being thrown Oregon's way. Yes, they had a one-score loss at Stanford. How dare they? Since then, going into a hostile UCLA who was still good at the time, beat them, double-digit wins, big against Colorado, went on the road to Washington and won by 10. This is not a bad football team, and they got a good running game. Utah's defense... When they give up yards, they lose the game. I think Oregon's offense is going to do enough to get enough yards to win this football game outright. Give me the Ducks.
2: I I want Oregon to lose super bad. One, because I don't think they belong in the playoff, but I want to play them in the Rose Bowl because I don't want to play a bum like Utah in the Rose Bowl. And what I think is the most wild thing about this college football season, it's, it's, like, it's crazy. Utah winning this game basically keeps them out of the Rose Bowl. Utah losing this game potentially puts them in the Rose Bowl. It's what, what? it's so weird It's just a messed up season. Uh, unfortunately, I have Oregon winning it. I also think it's kind of a disrespectful spread. Um, Oregon is miles better than Utah is uh, even if they don't quite belong in the college football playoff uh, Utah being favored at all I don't you could play this game on the freaking moon okay you could play this game with a thousand Mormons in attendance and nobody else in like a dark lit hallway. It doesn't matter like, Oregon's winning this game. Uh, Disrespectful spread, take the Oregon money line. That concludes the college picks for this week. We head over to the NFL, where things have been pretty brutal for most of the season for most of us. Not that the picks have, not in general, been pretty brutal for most of us. But we start with a surging team, Indianapolis Colts, traveling to a hopefully recovered team, although playing the Jets... Uh, will recover a lot of teams. (laughs) Buffalo looked much better last week than they did against the Jaguars. Buffalo, seven-point home favorites over Indy. Eh,
1: Man, I'm not going to pick Buffalo, and then I'm going to look really stupid. I just don't know that they can stop Jonathan Taylor, although I know when I look at my CBS app on Sunday, it's going to be Buffalo, 35, Indianapolis, 20. Um, uh, I'll, I'll take the Colts. And I'm not feeling too good about it.
3: Low key, Carson Wentz is like an amazing comeback player of the year. Amazing. And Jonathan Taylor, recently been rushing. And I don't believe in Buffalo. They still can't run the ball. So I am going to be taking Indy.
0: Yeah, I'm taking Indy also. Um, Colts have a good round game. Carson Wentz has looked good. And, you know, yeah, they have losses, but they're one score losses to Baltimore and Tennessee. I think they stay tight with this one with the Bills. I think the Bills win, but uh field goal win, something like that. So, give me Indy. I feel so much worse about this pick right now, now that
2: all of you are also on this pick. Although, I do think it's interesting. Ryan says, I don't think they can stop Jonathan Taylor. I don't know one man that can stop Jonathan Taylor. His name is Frank Reich. Um, I don't know what his problem is, but Jonathan Taylor – every single week in a quarter and a half goes for like 150 all-purpose yards with a touchdown or two, and then doesn't see the ball the rest of the football game. Can you give your best player the football? Like, that is a way to win football games much more comfortably than you have been. Indianapolis has been surging. I think they're quite a decent team. Carson Wentz is playing much better. Uh, Buffalo still is rolling Zach Moss out at running back, whose only purpose is to score less points for the team. That's his job. On Buffalo is we don't need a touchdown this drive that, that's his job like we get close we're gonna hand the ball off so that we end up kicking a field goal or not scoring at all um I, I don't know what the deal is there but I, I definitely don't like them by over by a touchdown plus favorite so it will be unanimous on the podcast at least picking Indianapolis to cover this the other one o'clock game we got Green Bay who kind of got right last week, even though Aaron Rodgers did not look right. We'll call it a COVID hangover. But they're still two-and-a-half-point road favorites over a Minnesota team who looked quite solid last
1: week. I think uh, I think the Packers get this done. I don't know why. It just seems like they have the, the Vikings' number. I don't like so much that it's on the road. But I'll take the Packers to bounce back in what is looking uh, pretty much like a wide-open NFC.
3: Up, down, up, down theory on top of the fact that I need money and I have a Minnesota under on their to win totals. So. <laughs> what was that? It's a nine and a half. I'm looking pretty good right now. There you oh, go. Oh,
2: nine and a half and a half's a big number. Wow. Yeah.
0: Uh, well,
3: it's because
1: you thought the Lions would give them two of
0: Yeah, I think Minnesota on this one. I think the Packers win. There's going to be like a one-point win, maybe a two-point win. <laughs> Minnesota inside of the spread.
2: That's a dangerous, that's a dangerous line to take. Um, yes. Big payout, You're you the pack, right, Dylan? Yeah. All right. Um, I, yeah, this one's yeah, just Paul's weird favorite all team? over the place for me. I, I definitely think the Packers are better than Minnesota. Um, but I thought Minnesota's better than other people thought they are all year. And yet they've just been wildly up and down, which is why they're four and five. Uh, they're at home. And uh, I'm going to pick them again. I keep banging my head into this wall. I'm going to pick them. And uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, because that's it for the 1 o'clock games. And we're doing something a little special this week. And I, it was it was finally the last straw. I, I said I would never do it. Um, but this is how burned
1: out I am last week. Yeah. We are not picking the should have made the Lions Iowa State-Oklahoma. <laughs> In fact. <laughs> I'll take Clemson again.
2: We are not picking another Lions game until they win a football no, game. Man. No, we got to pick Thanksgiving. No. We're not doing yeah, no. Yeah, what not do you mean it. no? We're going to have Dylan punishing... on. It's
1: going to be Lions-Bears.
2: I, I'm not doing – we can talk about the game. We'll talk about the no, game. We can make our we pick gotta in pick the it. podcast and won't be part of the pick we'll, segment. No, I am we'll, not.
1: we'll just mute I am you. not – We'll pick it anyway.
2: Not making, not making the Lions part of the pick segment you think we're gonna have until they win a the football game. I am yeah. I am so over them being an NFL team. I'm I'm over it. So, with that being said, we have a fun little game at four o'clock. Uh overrated this Cincinnati versus I don't I don't know what Las Vegas is, honest to God. Especially in the wake of
3: the team that sent
1: the I, I Chiefs to the about Super Bowl. That's about there.
2: What I think they are. Um but Cincinnati is a one point road road favorite over Vegas.
1: Yeah, I'd say take... I'll take the Bengals in this one. Um, obviously, Cincinnati. Or I'm sorry, the uh, the Raiders getting shellacked on, um, in front of the whole world. Uh, I don't know. I just don't like it. The Bengals need to bounce back after getting shellacked by the Browns. I think they do it against the Raiders.
3: Ulterior motives went out again. Paul and I have a bet, and I need to win that. So, I am taking the Bengals.
0: Both teams coming off back-to-back losses. Raiders, Giants, and Chiefs, Cincinnati, Jets, and Browns before the bye week. That's the difference. They got right, right during the bye week in my mind. So I'm going to take the Bengals.
2: It's, it's crazy how eerily similar they are, right? Like, the Vegas lost to the Giants, and freaking Cincy lost to the Jets.
0: And they both Just, lost players like, to prison. You, uh, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> am i telling a lie here the number of oh, raiders and bangles <laughs> that have gotten oh, into legal trouble feels like it's higher than other bangles? teams oh, i'm not saying this oh. year i'm just saying over oh. the last like decade <laughs> like i
3: know i knew what you referred to as stuff.
2: well te- technically i don't think rugs is in prison
3: yes
0: oh. yeah holding cell. Well, you, got, you um, gotta have it. a trial first
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, abhorrent losses to New York teams followed up by stinkers against possible AFC contenders. Although the Chiefs have looked rough in Cleveland without the running game, yikes! Uh, but I'm going to take Vegas this one. I, I still think I, I believe in Vegas mm-hmm. simply more than I believe in the Bengals. No, it's not that. It's really not. Um, and you were on me with the Cincy overrated train as well. Okay, so I don't, don't want to hear from you either. Um, I just believe in Vegas a little more in Cincinnati. They're at home, and they're getting a point. So I like all of that. And that takes us a 425 game. We got all over the place here. Dallas traveling to Kansas City, who Vegas thinks is apparently right as rain after whooping the Vegas last week. Two-and-a-half-point home favorites over Dallas. A Dallas team that I believe is 7-2. and two. Yes.
1: Yeah, this is a potential Super Bowl preview.
3: I think maybe. Oh, we, stop it. Ryan, I don't, we've done this before. Don't do it again.
1: Because I've liked Dallas this year, but I've always. Try to derail the cast already. I've always thought that the Chiefs were going to get it right. I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be a good game, but it is in Kansas City. Uh, if the Chiefs win, you know, the probability is that it's not only by one or two. So I'll take I'll take the Chiefs in this game. I expect it to be a very good game, though. I'm excited to watch it.
3: Yeah, that's going to be pretty witty. but that doesn't change the fact that uh, Kansas City looks like they're at least righted enough to be the Dallas team that just I don't know that Denver loss just really looms large for them, so I will take it and see.
0: Yeah, it's a no-brainer. That, I mean, it helped so. you. Why are you ain't on? <laughs>
2: What'd you say,
0: Matt? Yeah, this is a no-brainer. Give me the Chiefs.
2: Everyone's on the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, I don't believe in this Dallas team at all.
2: See, I... Ooh, Oregon's coming <sighs> back. See, I think it's... So, I, you guys know my hate. I, hate is the wrong word. You guys know how overrated I think Dak Prescott is. No, it's, a, it's is. a black quarterback. How you overrated say I think Dak Prescott
0: is. Stop. <laughs> They're both black quarterbacks. He's, hold on. Yeah, he Kermit Kermit is, <laughs> Kermit is what they like to call
2: black-ish. Dak that, that, <laughs> right, is I the think. full
1: thing. He's <laughs> going to have a show in the future, Patrick and Black Oh, and my God. <laughs> it wasn't a bad show. I'm, I'm just the guy.
2: Oh, my God. I, I think Dallas is fraudulent, at... <laughs> but Kansas City has been so rough this year outside of last week. Do, do we really think in one week they've corrected all that ails them? Um, this this is honestly going to be just a hate pick for me. I'm going to join you guys in Kansas City just because I dislike Dallas a lot. Um, so I'm going to take Kansas City at home. And I, I do agree with Ryan. If they win this game, it's definitely going to be by more than two and a half points. And that takes us to the nightcap. I am getting in the holiday spirit very early. And I have an affinity for reindeer, apparently, because we are back
1: drinking
0: hard back
2: evening. to back weeks. On Mason Rudolph, uh, leading Pittsburgh in Big Ben's absence. Although honest to God, yeah, Paul
0: just found out. About
2: honest, it. yeah, honestly, honest to God. After last week, uh, listen, I know that he's a dickhead and that he doesn't act like he cares or reads a playbook. But last week would make me want to see what Dwayne Haskins has. But I'm not Mike Tomlin, and I'm not coaching the Steelers, and I haven't won a Super Bowl, so I'll defer to. Mason Rudolph is truly the best option.
1: Even Harbaugh have another thing. Sunday
2: to. night football deserves better, but they're not getting it. Uh, we have the fighting sunshine Herbie's five-point home favorites over over freaking Mason Rudolph. He's a rock. Come on, man.
1: That's, that's crazy because at, at what point in the year can the NFL start flexing games? Because you're right. This should absolutely not be the Sunday night game. It should be Dallas-Kansas City. And instead, we get Pittsburgh and the Chargers. Uh, Pittsburgh couldn't even beat the Lions, and I think the Chargers, if they wanted to, could beat the Lions by 21 points. So I will take the Chargers in this game for a Pittsburgh defense that didn't look so good against the Lions, and now you got to deal with uh, you know Austin Eckler, obviously Justin Herbert, and everything that the Chargers offense brings your way. And I think the defense will be more than enough to frustrate Mason Rudolph. Uh, Amy, the Chargers
3: in this one. That's a key, though, that you mentioned is if the Chargers want to. They are the most wildly inconsistent team in the NFL, and it's very frustrating because my entire fantasy future is based on if they do well or not. I'll take them in this game, but I don't feel great about it.
0: Yeah, I don't know why this spread's only five, but we've had these questions with Vegas this past week, the Tennessee Saints game, which we were all wrong on. Um, I don't know how you have any faith in the Steelers after what happened this past weekend with Detroit. The perfect time to pick them. It's not a short turnaround this time at least. And this is a fun old rivalry between the Steelers and the Chargers that goes back a ways. Does it? No, it is. Oh, yeah. Does it? Yeah. Playoff battle. Oh, yeah. Playoff battles in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s. Matt, Matt.
2: Is Matt the dating you know. the
1: hell out of know, himself right I now.
0: I had no idea. Matt. Matt the was Chargers a, should when win Matt this game. Matt was a radio host in 1972. And, and they should win this game <laughs> Terry <Brad>. easily enough. <laughs> no, wonder, but no wonder. Something's telling know. me Pittsburgh is going to come to play. Najee Harris is going to be a much bigger part of the game. And the Chargers are not going to run away with this one. So give me the
3: Steelers. What I'm learning is that Matt was taking Terry's money way before Fox was
1: doing it. That's right. Went $10,000, of Terry's money.
3: <laughs> I, I actually, I cannot
2: believe Matt just picked Pittsburgh. Uh, <clears throat> I, I mean, I guess the more, you know, Matt is dating himself a bit. It makes sense. Big Mason. Rudolph it makes guy. sense. Why? Uh... Oh my God. Who replaced Joe Montana? Steve Young. Steve Young. Yeah. Steve God, Young. I forgot his name for a second. Um, it makes sense why Matt –
0: That's okay. He's forgettable.
2: It makes sense why Matt's such a big fan <laughs> of – Not
0: like Joe is. <laughs> sense – Not like Joe Cool, baby. It
2: makes sense why Matt's such a big fan of those teams when he uh, – that was back in his radio career. It was a long time ago. But uh, I, I don't I don't know how you don't pick the Chargers here. Like, even if even if you're like, oh, Vegas knows, or this is a spot for Pittsburgh to bounce back, or, like, they're going to be healthier. Or, God knows whatever mental gymnastics you have to do to – Pick them to keep a game close with Mason Rudolph at quarterback against an actual football team. I know I just talked mad crap about Joe Lombardi, who really does suck, but, I mean, it's it's Pittsburgh without a quarterback. Not that Big Ben has been great this season, but come on, Doc. L.A., easily. And that concludes our picks for this
1: week. Joe Lombardi finally has a quarterback. I,
2: dude, oh my God.
1: And that concludes I've suffered our show. Enough Ryan, tonight. do the thing. Well... Uh, if you guys want some good primetime performances, make sure you listen to the podcast. Uh, we are available on Spotify, Podbean, and Apple Podcasts. It's not called iTunes anymore, which I frequently forget. And then make sure you follow us on our social medias. You can just type our name in your search engine, probably Google. Uh, we'll find us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube as Sports Carnage Podcast.
0: For Dylan Bear, Paul Rashawn, Ryan Griffin, I'm Matt Bass, and we are sports carnage. Thank you for spending a couple hours with us this week. We'll be back with y'all next week.